Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Experience. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico. Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. How's it going? Uh, Chico couldn't join us this week. It's a bit too hot in here. Uh, What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but as usual, Kamar is going to read over the new Patreons first. Let's go. Uh, we I, missed I, one last I'm going to say the shock. Yeah, I still don't even know what it is because I can't read it. Oh, here. not the Andre Dusik. That's not the no, one. No, that's not the one. No. Hello, new listeners. Welcome back, old listeners. If there's any children listening right now, go get your dad's credit card and join the Patreon right away. No, do not do that. Uh, their name, Kamar, was Stroop. Waffle 420. Stroop Waffle 420. What's up, motherfucker? Sorry, I forgot you last week. You uh, deserve a double shout out. because we Double were, shout out. Somehow what? what? Stroking off 420. Ooh, I want to say this ooh. to the listeners. If Kamar does miss you, it's because he goes off the emails. And sometimes the emails are a bit fucked. Give him a whoop whoop, Kamar. <laughs> That's there what I go, go off of. I go off the emails. And if I look at my emails right now, I got a big shout out to Nicholas Martin. Come on down. New Patreon. Thank you, Nicholas. What up, Ma- Nick? What up, Nick? E-Magles. And That's this next one seems familiar. I'm going to give a shout out to Jonathan Jackson. JJ. I'm sure I've done that before. I'm sure I've done that. Before. I feel like that's a return. Thanks, JJ. <clears throat> Let me also say this. I, I mentioned that someone left last week. Biggest mistake. I should have. I don't care. You're all free to do what you want. Uh, money's tight. I understand. Don't feel bad. I got like, I got multiple messages from people that were like, I'm sorry. It was me. I had to leave for whatever reason. You don't need to explain. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You didn't have to lay that guilt on them. Yeah, I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> it's true. But anyways, we love all you Patreons. 53 throwbacks. Uh, post Joe's up the yin yang. <laughs> the moon debate. It's it's content for years. Join it's, the Patreon. Both parts. Be a part of the movement. I don't think the moon debate is even a debate, but no, you, you're you, right. You it can still a, go listen to it. It was a debate followed by an agreement. Uh, agreement. Man, 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 man. Um. All right. Well, uh, how was your week, Kamar? Oh, bittersweet. Uh, like I told you guys uh, right before the show, uh, said goodbye to the car. Yeah. Which I th- I think was um sort of a closure. All these weeks hang on to it for what reason? I don't know. So I think something good would come of that. A funny story. We're out painting this house blue, gray, and white in Orleans. And uh, as we're finishing up, the wife comes and goes, can you believe that my husband convinced me to paint our house the color of the Maple Leafs? And I look back and it's fucking Maple Leaf blue, white, we were painting. I painted a leaf house. Isn't that crazy? In Ottawa. I feel like you guys should have refused that job. Well, no, we're going back with some red to turn into Habs house, but it was just like, uh, I can't believe what we're doing. I mean, if I was 18, I would have burnt the house down. Uh, (laughs) The robbery just doesn't mean as much to me anymore. And uh, I've been doing a lot of scooting. Yeah, how's that going for you? I've decided the bird is the superior of the three players in town. Okay, interesting. Do you, uh, is that the one where you have to wear the helmet? 
None of them you have to wear the helmet. It's the one that comes with a helmet that's an option. Yeah. So it's more of a charge. What do you do if you don't want the helmet? You don't ride that scooter. It's a Sorry, shit. safety is more, they charge you more for safety? I think so. Wow. What a fucking scam. I, I, I can't decide the scams. If you go on one for 20 minutes, it's a bit trying. But for a short little jaunt, they're, they're great fun, I think. Yeah, I biked here today. But I thought for a second that maybe I'll just try one of those scooters out. But no, I thought. But you don't have the app on your phone? No, I mean, like, I thought about thinking about it. I know, but know? then you'd have to think about downloading the app. Like, you're ways away. Payment information, maybe next year. Well, for me, it's easy. I can just hit the Apple Pay, and I'm signed well, in. I, no, I, I also have Apple Pay. I mean, you if, know how to use it. If you want, we could go and I'll, I'll buy one, and you can take it for a quick spin. Guy. Have you been on one at all? No, I've never tried one. So, Kamar, I realize the green ones, what are those? The lime? Yeah. They, Second best. That's fine. They, uh, there's like four of them at like the corner of my street, so I can, I might try one out tonight. So, yeah. what's the worst, Kamar? What, you said bird uh, was I, the best? I, 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 for me, the bird is the best because it just seems so raw. Like, And then lime? Lime has a um, speedometer on it, and so does the... Um, that's a selling, that's a feature. Well, it just seems high tech. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. There's one that's orange. Yeah, that's yeah. the neuron. The neuron, and both. I think it's neuron. The lime, <laughs> the lime, and the the lime and the neuron. You have to do. Stop a, saying it like that. Easy there, restaurant. Frontier. Frontier. Uh, the the okay. the lime and the neuron. You have to switch a switch to get the high speed. You're still not going that fast, but you could get on. And say this doesn't go fast at all. Restaurant and restaurant. Or like tomato and tomato. But I think because no, I'm No, the world says restaurant. You say restaurant. Because Sorry, I'm on. a premier member, I get the cheapest rates on the, the bird. Oh, that's nice. So sort of, they got you. They got me. But I'm still I'm still aiming at getting an electric bike. That's just the next level. Mm-hmm. So Simon, I'm paying Leaf House. Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was fine, Matthew. I get my second uh, vaccine tomorrow. Oh, that's nice. But Zoom not move. not the AZ. Nope. I get uh, Moderna. Pfizer. Oh. Pfizer. The one I'm supposed to get. little mix and match. Yeah, so you, little, you can go see Bruce Springsteen. Little blend. But uh, apparently, if you got AstraZeneca in New York City, they won't. you can't go to Broadway. Nope. Like, you are a martyr. What does martyr? that mean? No, you are a leper. <laughs> I was going to say a martyr. Maybe you, a martyr. All you too, can hope is you're part of a class action a year com- from now. Matt, you have to have... A vaccine to go to Broadway in New York City. Okay. They will not accept AstraZeneca as a vaccine. So you wear a big A on your chest and they say no to you. Yeah, the world is fucked. And then they we spit are. then they spit on you because that vaccine is not up to snuff. Yeah, we're fucked as yeah, a people. It's crazy. We are fucked. Anyway, so I'm getting my second. Matt, I know you've gotten your first. And where are you at in this whole thing? <laughs> oh, he's just I'm on my third. Throwing my you third. under the bus. Hey, where are you just, at in this whole I'm thing? I'm on my third vaccine. You're you're still waiting to get your first? My seventeen year old son has gotten his first. <laughs> this is this seems aggressive. My uh my nephew can't get it. Well, I'm not asking about your nephew, I'm asking <laughs> about you. Why haven't you gotten your vaccine yet? Because I don't have to. You don't have to, but you should. Why should you? Oh, here we go. This is turn. Here comes. This is better should, than the moon debate. You should do your part for the fucking country. And if everybody thought like you, well, we'd be no further on in this whole thing. You think that because everybody else is doing it that you don't have to. What about to, the people? Who, and that's not the way you should be looking well, at. What this. about the people who can't get vaccinated because of medical exemption? Are you one of those? Are people? they lesser people? Are no, you but, one of those people? How are they going to be allowed in society? Well, they will be allowed because enough other people have gotten their vaccines. People like you, healthy people. Okay, this is rude, but 
Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get on that right away. Vaccine shaming. It's, it's brutal. I have a question for Simon, though, because you are very anti-Bill Gates. Yes. So yeah. I think for listeners, maybe myself included, I do listen to the show occasionally. Yeah. It might be confusing. I, again, if we all think like that, Matt, Kamara is the biggest advocate of opening things up. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly how they've said we're to do this. You know what I mean? Like, I read an article. Having, that we're, I read having an article marches that- down the street about not wearing that, that's it's not changing anything. The way we get back open is that we get vaccinated. I think Kamar's saying, though, is, and it has nothing to do with him getting vaccinated or not, but are we really going to live in a society a year or two, five years from now where vaccinated people are allowed to go everywhere and the rest. I'm just curious. I'm listen, I'm not I'm not <laughs> saying that they should hold those people back. I also think that everybody should just do it. Like if you're worried about are you worried about the side effects because every time you go out on your scooter you have a way bigger chance of dying than you do by getting this vaccine. I'm worried that I would never tell anyone what to do and that people have now for some reason become empowered to do that. It's just it's again bizarre to me. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, sure. listen, I, I agree with both of you as I normally do where I'm in the middle. I get what Kamar's saying. I also get what you're saying. You're I'm the biggest I understand. Um, <coughs> conspiracy guy out there. Like <coughs> it, but we're all trying to get somewhere, you know, but the only reason you want me to get vaccinated is because you're worried about me dying. Cause no. that's the only thing it does. No, again, no, we're not worried about that at all. I would like to see you healthy, but at this point, if you got sick, I, I don't even know what I would do. That's what I said about mom. I said, I said, if I die, you can say, I told you so. My, my f- whole family is very upset. You realize they're it's upset real. because they care about you. Not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's not like a, they're trying to force you to do something. They're just concerned. No, about- but when you ask them why, and then they, what they say doesn't make sense. You're like, okay, well, we're what not I said, here. hold on a second. What I said do- doesn't make sense. How does that not make sense to you? You with the vaccine can spread the virus. Kamar. Hold on, uh, wait. Can we ask them the better question first of all? Why don't you want to get it? I just I just don't want to get in line and I have the hassle of it. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. But if that's the reason you, you don't answer, want to get it. You didn't answer my question. With the vaccine, it, you could get COVID and spread it to someone else. Correct. Yeah. So what's the difference to you and me? Again, if we all thought like that, hold on. I can answer that. I can answer that. It's very simple. If he gets you sick and you're not vaccinated, he can feel like I've killed you. Whereas at least if you're vaccinated and he's made them, maybe he's accidentally gone out and gotten COVID, then he gets you sick. So again, I'm getting vaccinated for him. No, you're getting vaccinated for everyone is the idea. And yourself, Kamar. You're, see, the, the thing you're missing is like, <laughs> this thing is still a thing. And, and there are variants and like, just... I don't know, man. 27,000 people have died in Canada. Half of them were going to die anyways. So we're down to 30,000 people. But we're going to die anyways. Like, you could do that for anything. I'm just saying, Kamar, you are going to die anyway. And I just told you that the statistics are way more of you doing a whole lot of other things of you ever having a complication with this vaccine. You're also talking about a guy who has a drunk driving charge. So Yeah, I'm not that responsible. (laughs) I was just going to say. Well... I know um, people who... I would ask that you be responsible. I would, I would feel uncomfortable telling anyone what to do. Okay. And that's just the way I am. Okay. And I'm different from other people. I guess so. I think that answers it, though. That was the answer right there. Again, let's move on. Okay, fair enough. How was your week, Simon? You're about uh, to, You're going to get the second <laughs> vaccine and... And that's it. That was I, it? I'm just really fucking pleased that we're moving along in this thing and... 
Are we, though? We're not even going to be open for the celebration that we can't celebrate anymore. Uh, again, those are all, like, I don't care. I don't either. I'm just saying. <laughs> when are we fully open? Do we know? When everybody's uh, inoculated, I imagine. <coughs> well, okay. Since we're having this discussion, we now have the highest percentage of people with the first shot, I think, in the world. Higher than Israel. We're something like 60%. Okay. So I guess my question is, like, the States is fully fucking open. Like, Some states are fully open. No, no, California's fully open. New York's fully Disneyland open. Disneyland had no masks for the first time on the weekend, and the lineup, it looked like all of California showed up. I'm not even playing. I'll show you the video. So I'm just, I'm, I, I, listen. I'm not opposed to getting things open, Matt. I'm with not. you. I I'm just, want things open. I understand. I'm just saying. The way like, they've told, look, we have no real power, Okay. You have the power no, to decide not. whether you get the vaccine or not, but we have no real power to like make change in legislation in such short notice. Like we just, we as many, have, wait, we don't have power to make change over the long run. We have a lot better chance <laughs> it, uh, it, over years than we do of like all gathering together and hoping we're going to make some huge difference. The way that we get this going is just by doing it like that. And then everything gets opened and then we don't have to fucking worry about it anymore. Knock on wood. Yeah, my point... Well, it's fine. Whatever. So that was your week. Your week was okay. My week was fine. Okay. Did you get the second shot yet? No. No, I got it tomorrow. So that told us nothing about your week. Uh, How's your son? How's the wife? Good. He started a new job. Look at this. He's what? a dishwasher. Working in as a dishwasher. Yeah. Seven days a week? No, three days a does week. Does he like it? Seven days a week would be ridiculous. Um, does he like exploitation. it? Exploitation. I think he likes it. No, it's a dishwasher. But I'm job. not he sure like he it. knows. You get French fries or garlic bread. That's on the exactly side. what he got was French fries. Um, <coughs> I don't think he knows what he's in for yet. You know what I mean? I think dishwashing is one of the best first jobs you can have. Yeah, I, I truly. It was my. You see how the kitchen works, but you're not under too much pressure. You just got to keep the dishes going. Yeah, you're just a, you're the smallest cog in the wheel. It's super tough to fuck up. Like that's the. I think that's the Everyone's biggest nice thing. Everyone's nice to you. Yeah, everyone knows that your job is by far the shittiest. So most people treat you at least kindly. Whereas I, my experience in kitchens is like some and of them could be pretty it shitty. It is like the best ground floor job to get. Of course. Many a dishwasher became chef. Yeah. And now they own their own restaurant. You know Listen, I, I knew definitely room for movement. I knew dudes that couldn't speak English when they got to this country, became a dishwasher, learned English that way. And like you said, worked their way up line, cook this, that, you know, it's bing, bang, boom. It really is. Uh, it's a good first job. Good so for, good for chef. Do you end allowance now that he's uh, making his own money? Um, you pay your kid an allowance? No, I, I didn't give him an allowance. Uh, if he needed money for something, I would usually give it to him. But he didn't. Uh... Isn't that? Can you, you imagine having that expense? No, just no. someone just asking you for cash? Well, he, I, I used he to get always. Wanted... I know. I did too. But now that I think about it. It's not. Anytime he goes out, I'll give him money. But if That's he insane. asks for money to buy something on his stupid video games, I always say no. So how much? Oh, so it's a Friday and Shep's like, I'm going out. How much money do you give him? Enough for a pack of smokes and some weed? 25 bucks, yeah. Enough couple racks? A couple grams. A couple <laughs> racks. <laughs> it's ironic though, because now 25 bucks is like one pack of cigarettes. Okay, so. but I'll tell you, and this is why I do it, Matt. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, my you parents were it. super strict and I would just go through their pockets. I would do something devious that now yeah. I don't feel good about. But back then I was like, this is shitty. I have no money. You know what I mean? You're just liberation. You so I would rather him like, <laughs> I'd rather him not do that, man, frankly. And I know that's what you do when you want money. So, Dude, my stepdad always had a massive change jar. And anytime I lived at home, it went from like lucrative to... Pennies real quick. 
Real quick. I stole my dad's, he had this drawer and he had all these silver dollars in there. Oh, probably val- worth more than a dollar, obviously. Dude, I used them for quarters at the first Av store. That guy probably had like thousands of dollars worth of silver dollars that my dad had gotten from like his That's parents. That's terrible. Yeah, so shitty. This is what I mean. So I'd rather not lose my silver dollars, I guess is yeah. my point, man. <laughs> you're, you're protecting them. I'm sure I told this story before, but I once found like... When I was eight years old, $10 in a laundry basket. Yeah. And just went to the store. <laughs> oh, Henry ice cream bars. <laughs> like, you're just bawling with $10 back then. Oh, yeah. When you're a kid. $5, you could buy enough to make yourself very sick. It's funny how money works like that, though. Like, when you're a kid, $100, like... 10. Dude, you, this was 10. No, but I'm saying, if you got a $100 bill when you were a kid... I don't know what I do. It was ball out time. I come back with face tattoos. You know, and then it got to the point where you're like, okay, well, now $1,000 is like... Go time. But my parents asked you because they found the, the, the change of the money and saw that I was just spending recklessly and asked you where I f- got the money and we had a renovation going on. I said, I found it outside. And we, so we had to give $10 to the contractors to teach me the lesson. Oh my God. Of paying back, not taking other people's money. So your parents it. lost 20 bucks. No, 10. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah no, they sorry. lost 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah. The, the 10, I, well, we're investing in me. The other 10 was this year. <laughs> That's how it goes awry. Oh, that's fucking great. I called an ambulance last night. For your thing? No, no. Oh, I, wait a second, Matt. How was your week? Yeah, I called an ambulance last night. Wow. My my chest was like, I've I've been having chest pains for like two weeks. Now, keep in mind, let's, uh, let, let's back up a bit. When I had my last surgery, I mentioned to the anesthesiologist that I had this heart problem that I was born with. And she was like, did they follow up? Like, has it? fixed itself because this thing will normally fix itself over time it's something that you're born with a defect that will fix itself over time i I was like i don't know so she's like okay you need to get your whole heart checked you should probably get your lungs checked because i can hear you breathe yada 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 so i got the heart thing done before covid hit i still haven't done the lungs and they said my heart was fine they were like this thing has fixed itself you have a healthy heart so you know now whenever i have chest pains i'm like well i have a healthy heart so it is what it is but for the last two weeks i've been having like chest pains on this side and it's it doesn't move it's in the same spot and last night i was doing nothing just sitting there watching tv and i started like the tops of my hands got super numb and i could feel like this shooting pain up through my neck so i was like okay i'm just gonna drive myself to the hospital because this probably can't be good and i I, when you google it it's like just go to the hospital you're better off because if it is what you think it is you're dead and if it's not no big deal you know so I went upstairs to put pants on because I was in shorts and I went upstairs and I started feeling super lightheaded and I nearly fell over. So I was like, I'm just going to call an ambulance. So I had a bad week. Not you great. You dialed 911 on yourself? Yeah. And how long did it take them to get there? Well, five minutes, if that. And did you what happened? Get in the ambulance well, to go to the hospital or are they just... No, they hooked me up to the thing in the fucking shit. They, do, they run a bunch of tests there, like an EKG. They took my blood pressure and all this. In the ambulance? Yeah. And they're like, listen, you can go to the hospital right now and get blood work done. They're like, you, sh- you have to get blood work done and you should get a chest x-ray to f- at least try to help figure out what this chest pain is. Because the guy was like, it could be cancer. I was like, oh, this, I was like, this, guy's, be- I was like, this guy's bedside manner is incredible. Um, so I got to go get a chest x-ray and blood work done this week. But I, he was like, listen, you go to the hospital right now, you're going to wait nine hours, 10 hours to get blood work done. It's up to you. And I was like, well, if you're telling me I'm not having a heart attack definitively, and he's like, I'm not saying that definitively. But he's like, I'm telling you what our machines have told you. So I took an aspirin and I still have chest pains. 
And this is the first joint I've smoked in like a day and a half. Did they send you a bill for the ambulance? No, I will get one though. You will? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, that's Canada, baby! No, no. Well, that was, I was going to ask, do we have to pay when we call an ambulance? Yeah, I believe it'll be uh, at least, it's either 50 bucks or like 200 or something, but it'll cost me. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not a lot though. Like in the States, it's a lot to call the ambulance, isn't it? I imagine, yeah. Like if I lived in the States, I just wouldn't have called. I would have just, I would have just like, I don't know about that. Maybe I would have gone hung out outside the hospital for a few Stick hours. Stick a fork in a outlet. So yeah. you're close if something happens. That's the idea. Yeah. So, so, the, so they said, we don't know what's wrong with you, but you should get this checked out. And now we're here. Well, this was last night. So yeah. Okay. I, uh, like I watch. said, tomorrow I'm going to go get uh, some blood work done in a chest x-ray. And now I just, now I'm like, you know, if it's not my heart. I just pray. It's this would be some good content if you have a heart attack and we have to save your life on that table. No, that would not be. Do you know CBR? I do. Do when, you? When was the last time you were um, recertified? A year ago. Okay, that's good. That's a year good. and a half ago. Why did you have to? Oh, for the uh, Daily Center? No, Whole Foods did all that shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Good yeah. old Amazon. You should make your employees do it. At least someone. You guys don't have a defibrillator at your... No. We have we had defibrillators. No. Plus at this shot center as well. No, well, no, and you know no what too? Like after watching Christian Eriksen this week, like I don't know if you saw that. The Danish I, player had... I heard about it, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they had to defibrillate him on the field. I think you told us about it. Actually. Oh, did I? Okay, yeah. yeah. I think that was last Sunday, yeah. Either way. that's That was a long how was your week. We're already 25 minutes into the show. Should we do what we really do here? You Fired run down, up there, boys. You want to run down the guest list, Kamar? Oh, what a great week. Four guests. Uh, start off with my favorite female comedian, 1667 Annie Letterman. <laughs> Followed up by, they've just gone independent. I don't know their full names. 1668, I just said Sagar and Crystal. You guys know their full names? Crystal Ball and Sagar. Which is insane. That just worked out well, yeah. Your chest hurts right now. I told you, it's hurt all day. It's fine. Followed by 1669, <laughs> Kyle Kalinske. And finished with a another tearjerker, 167, David Sinclair. I was wondering what you knew he'd hate. I knew he'd hate Kyle Kalinske. Me? Yeah. I don't hate him. I never liked him. Yeah. That's, There's nothing, nothing that's, changed. That's way better. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, we want to rate the week. Maybe we'll start with you, Kamar. You seem like you have a good uh, grasp on how you felt about the week. I, I think this is tough because I thought there were two uh, blockbuster podcasts and two uh, I didn't need them podcasts. So I'm going to give it a three. Simon? I will give it a uh, 275. I'll go three and a half. That was a decent week. Better than, better than most. All right. Let's, uh, let's start the show. Did you guys think, because um, the last time we saw Annie, she was on with Whitney. Do you want to say the name and the number? Oh, sorry. 1667 Annie Letterman. Did you guys think when Annie and uh, Whitney were on together, remember that? Yeah. That they were like best of friends? It seemed like they were tight. That's, yeah. what, that's what I thought. And we found out on this podcast that that is actually the impetus for their bosom buddy friendship. What that... That one. Well, that's episode? what she said in this podcast. So they knew each other and stuff, but whatever. But after that podcast, so it solidified their friendship. Yeah, I thought that was weird because I was like, sure, they said they were super tight during that double episode. 
But I, I don't mean, remember that. But when you're on a podcast of this magnitude, it definitely makes a bond with whoever you're on it with. So maybe that's what happened. But I, I thought they were thick as thieves before this. Yeah, I as well. Big I shout also, out. We have an agreement. Yeah, oh, sorry. We have an agreement. <laughs> Big shout out to Bonnie McFarlane. You guys know who Bonnie is? Yeah, Rich Voss's wife. But she's Canadian. Yeah. And she's she's well respected in all comedic circles. She's very funny. And I'm very interested to see, because they said they were working on a movie, mm-hmm. what is going to come of that. I think it could be really cool. Something like, I would see Bonnie McFarlane like a, uh, almost like a um, Tina Fey talent. I don't know, Tina Fey's pretty talented. But have you ever seen Bonnie McFarlane on any of the roasts? Yeah. She destroys. Yeah. And it's just like, she's not sexy. Or, like, it's just straight up funny. You know what I mean? I have a lot of respect for her. And it's hilarious that she is with Rich Voss. Because we all love Rich Voss, right? Rich Voss? Them talking about Rich Voss just being Teflon like that is so true, though. The guy, nobody got piled on like Voss. And no one shits on Voss worse than Voss, so it's cool. They start off talking about the homeless thing, and it's hard when comedians, especially Annie, talk about homeless because they just keep cracking jokes. You know what I mean? As yeah. if they're, they're trying to tackle a serious subject. But I thought she just kept cracking wise. And that's why I love Annie Letterman because she is hilarious. She's had an amazing glow up, though. Don't you think? Before our eyes? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think we do this a lot where we're like, oh, it's, they just had a meteoric rise. No, she's I mean, been doing comedy for 12 years. Well, there you go. But what I'm saying is there's people who've been doing comedy for 15 years who are still open micers. Yep. So there's, I, I have a buddy who just celebrated 27 years of comedy. And it's not a good thing. Um, I disagree. I mean, listen, it's not all about making it. If you really enjoy doing it, even if you're not the best, like... I don't know. There's a, that, like, what I've gone through the last year is like were the sacrifices worth it? Because I wasn't sacrificing to have fun. I was sacrificing to get better and achieve, become proficient. You know what I mean? You can fuck around all you want, but maybe my time could have been better learning a new trade or something in the last 10 years. It would benefit me and my life more than having something to do every couple weeks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I do know what you mean, but also, I don't know, you get joy every time you come off that stage. I'm so. rare to get back to stage stuff, well, but at go. 20 years, if I'm still, like, destitute, I think I might put my energy towards something else. Well, what's the end goal of comedy for you? I think just to, like, pay your rent, just to make a living at it. So it's to make money. Yeah. So, yeah. But, what, like, once, maybe you are right. Maybe. Once you start doing it and start making money, it feel stupid to stop making money do you, do you know what i mean like you you do it do it do it and then the money comes you never demand the money now i'm getting paid to do comedy do i stop getting paid to do comedy and just do it for fun like what are we doing here it's one thing if you're in your teens or whatever but as a full-grown man it's sort of like leave more stage time for others as well if you're just dicking around do, do you know what i mean i would like at this point to put out a special, whether it's successful or not or whatever, but just a piece of work that's like, this is my comedy special. And then I can decide whether to move on if if I'm inspired at that point, but have something to show like besides. Well, you live with the club owner. Why don't you just, why don't you just get him to let you set up like a, a camera and do a 
special. I, I could do it tomorrow if the clubs are open. Okay. I'm just saying, my, my what are you in comedy for? Yeah. Is to put out one special. Hmm. Not not necessarily on Netflix or whatever, but uh, 45 minutes set, recorded, produced. And that I, I could retire and say, well, this is how far I got. Sorry, I think my point was... Are you in comedy to make money or are you in comedy to get famous? Or are you in comedy because you enjoy making people laugh? Isn't well, that a third option? Yeah, I'm, I guess that could be Yeah, a but you can just hang out with friends and make them laugh. Like, you don't have to put yourself through the... Like, it's not easy it, it is doing a, comedy It stuff. is. It's like you're... Just to make people laugh, you're fucking... You've seen how hard it is just to get stage time at the bottom level. Like, yeah, I understand. But I'm just saying is like you... Obviously, those people that get paid like doing it too. It's not just... Okay, yeah. Let's assume that everybody likes doing it. Though, well, yeah. Okay? But that's... That's why you start doing but something. But comedians always say they get paid for the travel. Yeah. Like the, the joking around is, is just for fun. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, but I just think like she went from, I think when she started, Joe said he met her, she was living in her car. Yeah. And now she's headlining Caroline's in New York. Like it, it's a big, this is her big uh, come up for her. I mean, do you think she's doing well though? I think she's doing amazing. And and what I find interesting is she put it all uh, on that book she read about self-help. But I remember when I saw her on the uh, special there, I was like, wow, this was such a glowing endorsement of Annie Letterman. This is like, this is a, her, a break for her. On what special? The uh, Commoner special on HBO. Yeah, wasn't it weird though that she was, like, why her? It, it To me, it felt like she was featured. And mind yeah, you, she was featured. Ali Mikofsky was in it. As well, you know what I mean. A lot of the people, but it just seemed like there was this uh, inference that she was the future of uh, yeah. comedy. Agreed. And like she said, right after that, she got a call from Louis C.K. Like it really helped her, and and she, she only can succeed now because of all hard work she did up to this point. But she just seemed in a different place like tim dylan when we first met him wasn't doing well now he's killing it you know what i mean there seems to be a certain swag that comes with people once they sort of step off well and we see what the common denominator is but shouldn't red band be a, a big headliner joe. now joe is the common denominator that makes all these people famous or sorry more famous allows them to be <clears throat> under the light but like that guy that i complained was stole my spot because he went on and remember, he got cut off. There has been a number of comedians on there that don't benefit from Joe's shine. Remember that he was talking, there was a brown. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just super confused. There was a brown comedian on a year and a half ago. Yeah. That was like booed off stage. Oh, yeah, right. And remember, Kamar was like, this guy's stealing my shine. It was like a big oh, joke. Gotcha, That's what he gotcha. was saying. I'm sorry. I, I and he was saying a comedian like that. What Kamar's saying is like for all the comedians that come on and we're like, well, Joe made them huge. There's probably an equal amount where we're like, we don't really hear from so them anymore. Your, like, honey, honey never benefited. Is your point that you have to be good still to use Joe in that regard? I, I don't know. The hustle I, too, I, I, I can't say that guy's not funny. I, I, I think of who's the other guy that I always dislike. He's been on twice. Really nice guy, Omar Kadar. No, no, that's the Canadian terrorist. You know, yeah, I'm talking I know about. who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. He has a show on um, HBO. In any event, just doesn't he's had such an inflation of success, but maybe he's next year. But I really feel when I watched that HBO special, I was like, Annie Letterman, you're on the way. And she seemed like it was just a, um, oh, it was nice. 
That's how they referred to me. Uh, back to the podcast. She was saying it was all about low self-esteem. Why she was successful. Being resentful of other comics or whatever. And then she got uh, reprogrammed. Do you guys ever think about your subconscious is like, I mean, for me, I'm not doing as well as I'd like to. So I think like, what is this mindset and brain set? Mm-hmm. And I listened to a couple clips of the guy she listened to, and it's about changing your brain set. Like literally making a conscious decision to change who you want to be and then allowing success to happen. But honestly, having to, whether it be three affirmations a day or whatever, but being proactive in just reprogramming you look at, because it's like, is the world against you or the world's uh, for you? She mentioned pro noia mm-hmm. versus paranoia. Mm-hmm. Like, I think when I lose $600 in the street or whatever, or whatever it is, oh, the world's against me or whatever. Do you ever feel that way? Yes. Come on. So that's a bad mindset. Because... The universe doesn't care that you exist. So that's all in your head. You know what I mean? You should look at it like the universe is conspiring in your favor all the time. It's funny because that's how I look at it. I'm, I, so you lost $600. The universe made that happen. So something else could happen. See, I look at it like, but it's just as subjective, right? Like, sorry, go ahead, Matt. No, I was just going to say, I think that the universe is trying its hardest to help me and that I'm just doing my best. To fuck this up. So in that, the solution lies in you. Make a change. Because you can't change the universe, obviously. No, no, you can't. Anyways, I thought it was interesting. I really think she thinks it's the um, self-help perspective thing. And I think it was the Comedy Store special. Uh I I see where we're going here. This, (laughs) This woman is putting all her success due to... The universe, and you don't like that. No, no, I, 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 I couldn't care less. I, and I think I was thinking about it, like why wouldn't she say that? And you don't want to think you got something just because something happened, right? Oh, you're you trying to find, be, you're trying to find the hate. I don't think no, there is any here. No, I love the Letterman. I love. Do you ever hear a joke? Is like my mom wanted to be my, said she wanted to be my best friend, and I was like, well, why'd you fuck my dad? <laughs> She's hilarious. I love her. Of all the. Comments you guys think I hate? I, again, yeah, right. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. They talked, uh, then they uh, talked about uh, Brody and meds and stuff. Yeah. And that gave me pause why it's so important, like the MAPS program. You know what I mean? Because you can't just stop doing stuff or, or some of these uh, pharmaceuticals. Maybe mushrooms is better or whatever, but we need to know exactly what happens or we're going to have a rash of people so happy and then depressed because they're not feeling depressed and kill themselves if we don't have the dose right. No? Just me? Uh, yes, I guess. Well, no, uh, I think in my heart of hearts, and Joe says it, everyone should just do mushrooms mm-hmm. that make the world a better place, but we should know exactly what we're giving everyone. It's just not that simple. Okay, I I agree with that. I agree with that too. What? But what? Where did? When were they talking about this? Sorry, back up. They were talking about Brody getting off meds. Not she did ay- ayahuasca. J- just these different things we do. We want to know as much about them. 
I would still say to anyone, just do mushrooms. Like I, I wouldn't. But Brody was on like antidepressants. Brody was on antidepressants. Sorry, we just did like a huge jump there. I would just said the leaping off point was they were talking about meds and the dangers okay. of just self-medicating, of taking off meds or whatever. So you're worried about people doing the mushrooms and what? I'm not worried. I'm cognizant that it's important that they completely know what we're, we're doing here before we go forth and change the world. If a bunch of people did acid or whatever, jumped off a building, that's not going to be a good no. leaping <laughs> off point. Okay, sorry. Yes, agreed. Agreed. I think that's an easy agreement. No, we don't want people doing acid. And jumping off buildings. Like Snake in Degrassi Junior High. There's a good reference for anybody who's Canadian and over the age of 32. We stayed in his Airbnb in Toronto. Who, Snakes? Yeah. No, it wasn't Snake. It yes. Was, okay. It wasn't Dude, Snake. I'll text Mary right now. It wasn't Snake who jumped off the bridge. Would you take it okay. easy? <laughs> Fuck. It, it was, was Joey Jeremiah. No, it wasn't Joey Jeremiah. It was Shane. Shane oh, jumped okay. off the bridge. I was going to say, because Snake was like Unassed. alive for the whole show, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, Snake became the principal in yeah. like the next, next, next yeah. generation. You don't do acid to become principal. Unless I bet every principal out there has done acid. Every single one. It's a prerequisite. You think? Yeah, you know when you be, when you join the mafia, they like prick your finger, you burn the card. I think when you become a principal, you go to like a, it's like the Moloch owl thing. They make you do acid. And you do an ayahuasca trip? Yeah. They kill one kid. Well, that's... Just one. That's just too far. Oh, I'm sorry. I bummed Kamara out too. <laughs> Not at all? No, I think I bummed Kamara. Um, so I find when Annie's on, she sort of interviews Joe a lot. Yeah, I hate she it. She asks lots of questions. Can't stand it. But she brought up the bigness. And th this got repeated throughout the week. But like, what happens when... You know, a clip is taken out of context or whatever. It's an article, and she mentioned how they never follow up on what you said or whatever. And he was like saying, it doesn't matter because whatever happens, let's just go up. Yeah. Brings more eyes to it. And we've never heard something on the Joe Rogan experience that's been like, uh, maybe his uh, looseness about uh, COVID protocols and stuff. But for the most part, like, you just listen to it. Didn't see anything out of sort there. Could you imagine listening to an episode of Joe Rogan, reading an article, and then change your mind about what you just listened to? Well, it's funny because like I have a like my my cousin in Toronto is super woke and she like hates Joe Rogan. And the last time I saw her, she was like, Didn't he say this? And I was like, Did you listen to the whole episode or did you just pull from the article what what like should outrage you because I was like, I listened to the episode and I was like, I bet you would agree with 90% of what he was saying, but you just pulled out this weird little fucking tidbit that, but the answer is no, there's no way someone's different. You could say, well, I didn't look at it that way. And I guess Joe is, you know what I mean? It's sheerly capitalizing on taking comments out of context. It's not even out of context. It's like the people writing those articles are listening with a keen ear just saying, what can I take here? Like, I don't think it's out of context. They're like, oh, that right there, that's a fucking... Because you are you were wrong when you were like, we listen to Joe for the most part and we just breeze through it thinking, no big deal here. But there's been multiple times in the last couple of weeks where we've each said, oh, I felt like this one, maybe Joe was going to get some serious... We thought sort of assuming, but in most cases it didn't. My point just was, could you listen to an episode of Joe Rogan and then have hear someone else's take and change your mind. Like, well, I didn't look at it that way. I, for me, the answer is no. 
Oh, the answer is yes for me. You So you're so close-minded that you couldn't listen to someone else's and are, opinion. And are and, you talking about like Joe Rogan's point of view? Cause if I'm, then I'm with Matt. Like I often find myself disagreeing with him. Most of the guests he have has on. Well, uh, you that, know. that'd be different. That'd He's be, not saying that. He's saying someone that. wrote an article and you agree with their point of view. I'm just saying you thought it was fine. I'm not saying an article though, Kamar. I'm saying like, let's say you and I listen. Let, this is a good example. We could listen to the same podcast and then come in here. Yeah. Yeah, and I get it. I've never changed your mind on anything, but you guys have definitely changed my mind where I've been like, okay, you know what? I didn't I didn't really see it that way, or maybe I heard it differently because it's it's just like eyewitness accounts. The three of us could see a car accident, and then when we go to tell someone what we saw, we each saw something different. We saw the same thing, all of us, but you know, we we interpreted it slightly different. And that's kind of I think my my I, mind can be changed on things as far as for the Pacific example would be like listening to the Dave Smith episode. La di da da da. He said what he said. Then the article comes out saying he said this, this, and then going back, wow, I didn't realize I was listening to such inflammatory. Oh, I see what he's do, saying. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and that's why I said it's like, it's rare that I'm going to read an article and be like, oh my God, I need to go. Yeah, but that's never going to happen. Is that so. the answer you were looking for? That was the answer. I was yeah. For. But you phrased that wrong. Joe yeah, can I definitely say things. Right, and I agree with what you said, but jo that was... Joe can definitely say things you disagree with. Yeah, of course. Or I ends with, but I Yeah, just, and a lot of Joe's stances I disagree with. And a lot of the times I hear him say something, I'm like, I'm just not sure that that's true. Well, that's often. Even though Jamie checks it, like the internet is a huge place, you know? Well, the ironic thing is that Joe, Jamie's probably using Google and that Joe often talks about how he's like... These Google searches, you can't trust them. It's all. <laughs> I wonder if he uses DuckDuckGo. I, I, I would be interested. I find it's too slow. Uh, but I mean, he's a fast. You would computer. think that they could like get in touch with DuckDuckGo and be like, listen, we're going to use you as our engine, but give us like the DuckDuckDuckGo. And he also, I think he searches with anticipation sometimes. Uh, I guarantee Jamie. And he has open. I was going to say, this, he's yeah. got a curved monitor. If, if, he, if he's tabs. having Neil deGrasse Tyson on, he has like things yeah. open already ready for, I would, if I was Jamie. Dude, I would have bookmarks for each return guest. Tom Papa, you just have a bunch of bread links. You know what I mean? Fucking Alex Jones comes on. You have, oh, you just got to be ready. Tom I guess Papa, you have a bunch of bread links. <laughs> like how often do you think they're looking up bread on the fucking Tom Papa? You never know, bro. We got to go back All and right. check now. All right. Probably 15,000. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of this episode. Just if you want my opinion about anything. No, uh, I, I don't think there was much to be a I fan found, of. I found it really trying. I found like she was trying so hard. I know she said like this one felt different. I don't know. It almost... I don't know. Maybe they are such great friends that that's how. But doesn't it sometimes feel like people feel too loose in the studio? 100%. And I, I thought half of them were just personal stories. Like when they're talking about Whitney, forgetting the phone number of their group text, like, I don't care. And trying to, I don't know. There were a lot of seemed like forced jokes. And it's weird to me when comedians make jokes well, she she's Logan. rapid firing though and so some of them are going to hit some of them are going to feel forced no but again i don't think there should be any because you're there to have this you know like you're having a conversation yeah. of course there are going to be times when jokes are made but not like if i'm not sitting here with material i got like three in my pocket and i'm just waiting for a good opportunity to lay them on you three i mean i will say this though hold on if you're a comedian and now i mean she's in a different boat she can probably go on fairly often but if you're a comedian 
and you only, you think I'm only going to go on Joe Rogan once, you might want to fucking have some. It's a showcase. Yeah, you might want to have be. some material ready. But she literally said, "I'm working on this bit like three or four times." I I jokes. look at it like you go on Rogan. Yeah. People are then going to go look at your body of work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Your job on Rogan isn't to like, if there was a job on Rogan, it's not to make, I did air quotes there for all the listeners. Um, all the viewers. All the oh, I guess listeners can't see it either. Yeah, yeah. That, them too. Um, what the fuck was I talking about, man? People telling jokes on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, your job, sorry, sorry, sorry. Your job is not to tell jokes. It's to be like the most authentic you as possible, hope that people like you, and that's like your, your promotion of yourself. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, that, that's just me. That's, that's the, the best someone could be on a podcast, but well, you're going to try to yuck it up. Yeah, I mean, I could see that the first time because you're nervous. Like Mark Norman can't help himself. Mark Norman cannot help himself, I guess, yeah. And that kind of, I don't know, that's not never one of my favorite podcasts for that reason, I guess. I like the ones that seem more just... But maybe that is Mark Norman. Maybe he's just always on. Like, those people do exist. I know, but, I, like, I most comedians are people who think a lot. Mm -hmm. Just uh, in general. Like, it's a... It's a, a thinking man's game. It's a thinking man's game. And I, I want to hear, like, I want to hear what you think about this. I don't want to hear fucking jokes. I'll go watch the special for that or I'll... You know what I mean? I just, uh, I don't know. That's just me. I'm sure, though, you are going to get that if you find them funny on Joe Rogan and then follow them up and go to their podcast. You're going to get to know much better than, like I said, it's just too big a platform not to try to, I guess, sure, score a couple points. Speaking of, they talked about Tony. Yeah. It was the first time you mentioned, and Joe said, that Pandang guy has ruined his life. Well, I'm sure he's ostracized like he's in, the, fucked, in the comedian community. Yeah, like and he I'd was be just like, trying to get a leg get, up, get some clout where he could have done so much better by himself. Um, you know, just just try to work the game and being friends with Tony because yeah. I, I wonder if Tony forgives him or not. Speak I don't know, man. That's a pretty when a comedian turns on another comedian like that. I imagine you don't forgive so easily. You know, I wouldn't like you're literally going after somebody's livelihood to make your livelihood more. Like yeah. that's a pretty vicious move, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, not, it's not a zero. Comedy comedians. isn't a zero sum game. You, everyone can eat. So you don't need to go after someone else's livelihood. Well, this is even more than that. This isn't like I'm going for the same job you're going for. This no, it's is like, I'd like, like you to not work anymore. I not only that. And if that happens, that'll mean room for me. I, I need to get, eyes on me yeah. and the way i'm gonna do that is by burying you that's like watch me shovel dirt on top of this guy it's uh, the weird thing though is like i don't know <clears throat> like when has that ever worked well well it works if the people believe your outrage you know like, no, but that's what I'm saying. Is like think it, about it works all the time, Maddie. Look, lots of people get canceled for these kind of. I'm not talking about reasons. getting canceled. I'm not talking about getting canceled. I'm saying name a time where someone is like, I was hurt by something, and then becomes like famous or or gets a. You know what I mean? Like that. That's not how it works. It doesn't really. Or we'd be able to come with a bunch of uh, examples. And yeah, I mean, I guess, and these people are so selfish that they're willing to do it anyways and bury people in the process. Awesome. You yeah. will get the likes and adoration of 
whatever well, side week. you're pandering to. Yeah, but, but that goes away no, quick. No, 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 no. Uh, Does it? I, we don't know what happens in these echo chambers. You know what I mean? And then some people, like, look at guys who, fuck, Tim Pool, perfect example. There's a guy who was like, he was almost a liberal warrior. You know what I mean? When he, he used to go on, on yeah. Rogan. And then he saw, like, there's, this is, the people who are liking me are not those people, obviously. They're these people, and I'm going to shift over here to make the money. Like, no? Yeah, no, I, no, totally I Then hit do. the yeah, agreement well, button, and let's move on, Matty. Jesus. <laughs> but they both, they both said Tony shouldn't have said what he said, which I thought that was interesting. They said that? When did they say that? She, and he said it from the point of view, is my step, my boyfriend, stepmother's uh, Asian. If she heard that, I think she'd be really hurt. Like, he probably didn't have to say that. Like, the way he said it, I said, Ching, j-, like, we know what he's doing in the context, but it was like, since it was mistaken, it didn't have to be. You don't remember that? No, I don't. I mean, doesn't that go against everything they kind of stand for? Yeah, I don't remember them saying that. I thought, I thought they both said it. It obviously they, missed. They might very well have, but I mean, that seems like not the stance that Joe would take. You're like, if the joke's funny, right? Like, I, I don't necessarily buy into that, but he certainly does. Because he dug his way out of it, I think. But my point being is, you do need controversial bits. They're, they're, it'd, it'd be, the world's a lesser place if stuff like this doesn't happen. Agreed? Like you need people to take risks. Is that I, what you're I think so. I think so. Like, or what are we doing here? I mean, I mean this a, certainly wasn't a calculated risk. He didn't have time to make it calculated. It was spur of the moment, right? Off the bat, he knew this what he's talking about. Said, "I'm going to go and because he's finishing off being so racial, I'm going to push back the other." Now, way. this is my question. The only thing I right, I agree with that. The only <laughs> thing I don't know is, did Tony like? Had Tony seen this guy's act a bunch of times and knew this was coming and was like, "Oh, tonight." This is what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? 100% that's In, what happened. So he did have time to decide whether this was the right joke or not. That, that's more my point. And it missed. I mean, he has suffered for it. He just put out a special on YouTube. Who, Den Pang? Or? No, Tony. No. Really? Yep. And in one of them, he, he does a joke where he's like, you guys letting the Asians take her Oscars now? Like, totally that character. You know what I mean? Because um, was it Parasite 1? Yeah. So he does this joke already. So it, it's in his wheelhouse. It just, that night, um, it didn't work. And that guy decided to spread it and it went viral. Asian Heritage Month. So I'm confused. So it wasn't really directed at that guy? It had not. You've never watched the full set? I, I don't. Well, I did watch it, I thought. But my point is, he, the guy, the. Asian gentleman goes up, does his set. thing where it's all pro Asian, right? Or just just all this, just full of Asian stereotypes. So Tony goes up and does his bit, calls then. people race traders and calls right. them chink. You're yeah, saying yeah, that's yeah. already in his set? No, he, the same idea though. He, he did a Southern accent saying stealing her Oscars, but he didn't go on and on about uh, Asians. It was just one joke. Okay. Okay. What, why are you looking at me like that? Should I look at the floor? You don't want me to... No. <laughs> how s- times have changed. I thought it, they talked about how Ellen got canceled for being gay. 
Yeah, now she got canceled for being a bitch. But but, but that's just so weird that she came out as gay, lost the sitcom. Yeah. Now you come out gay, you get the sitcom. I mean, we've literally seen, you know, we talk about how things change within our generations and yeah. what we're going to be there to witness. Yeah. Like we've seen yeah, um, gay marriage being totally illegal across the board. Nobody, does, it wasn't happening. And it happens everywhere now. Although what Simon was saying earlier, if you think about it, <clears throat> in the end, that was probably the best thing for her. Although it did get her canceled she again. Canceled her way in, canceled her way out. <laughs> and she's laughed all the way to banks. Yeah, she's got a lot of cash. She's got a lot of cash. Uh, do you think I think there'd be a Tom Arnold without Roseanne? I mean, he might still be a comedian. He wouldn't be nearly as famous as There's he is. There's no way. Though. And I love him in True Lies. I was just going to say, though, but was he only in True Lies because of Roseanne? I'm sure. Like, and he was famous uh, to some degree when he got together with Roseanne. Yeah. For her. Yeah. He, he was a comedian. He some, yeah. yeah. He, no, he this was Roseanne's husband. No, but she met him somewhere. Where did she meet? Hold on. On the circuit. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. I, I honestly think Tom Arnold was had like a name for himself before they got married. Before uh, they were I together. contend without Roseanne, there is no Tom Arnold. And I'm not saying Tom Arnold's a bad thing, okay. but they were the most obnoxious couple. Are we doing True Lies as the movie like, game? We're, we're, well, actually, we're not. But we're doing the movie game coming up right now. Because oh. <clears throat> True Lies is a great one to do. Um, we could if you want. I, I had something else planned. Oh, sorry. I'm not... Dude, <laughs> Jesus. This guy in his fucking movie game. Yeah, he was a comedian. She saw his act in 1983. Oh, the year I was born. He they was married, a nobody. They married in 1990 and divorced in 1994. And it was, I, 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 my contention is, no, there wouldn't be. Not oh. to take Anthony from Tom Arnold. He's crazy, though. Joe was way too aware of how to jerk off a guy with his feet. <laughs> yeah, but hold on. Joe was into that shit. He's mentioned that before. Into jerking guys off with his feet? Yes. No, he said he was into getting jerked off with feet. But then he demonstrated how to jerk a guy off with his feet. <laughs> and he was just way, it just, it was a natural like into it. So just I'm not casting hold on a sec. Are you, you're saying you wouldn't like to be jerked off by feet? By Joe no. Rogan's feet? If, if like your significant other was like, listen, hey, do you want a foot job? You're like, no. No, I'd take it, of course. You would take it. A hundred times out of a hundred, I say no. No. I would be like, that's super weird, but... You guys are a bunch of calculants. Hold on. Why are we making holes where holes don't (laughs) exist? There's three perfectly good (laughs) holes there. What are we doing? We're just creating them out of nothing? Why don't I fuck her her little... uh, This, huh? Why don't I fuck that? The elbow crease. it feels good, that's what you should do. Well, I can't imagine feet feels good. I I have to try it before I lock Feet, what's the difference? I don't walk through the desert it on my hands. It might actually be better with feet now that I'm thinking about it because it's like more... Anyways, Joe's you know, good at you it. You look pretty good. Because <laughs> I saw Joe do it. <laughs> so you, I think Simon's into this. Not even secretly. I, I think I'm, now you're out of the closet. Not, you're into foot jobs. It's fine, I'm not Simon. at all. I'm just like, you seem so like it was the craziest thing ever. And it just got me thinking like, yeah, it's not my go-to, but listen, you'd take it. There's a lot of shit I'll do. Feet is just the last on my list. Yeah, I mean, it would be weird. I agree. What I want to do for the movie game is the movie she brought up, which we've talked out of depth, but I'm just concerned you've never seen it. What's the movie? Midsommar. I haven't seen it. Well, it's a new movie. All right, True Lies. True Lies it is. True fucking lies. True Lies it is. J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. 
It's the movie game. Star Matt Simon. They go head to head to find out what your movie came out, how much it made at the box office, and how much it cost to make. Did sorry? Did they even talk about Roseanne and Tom Arnold in this episode? Yeah. Okay. They talked huge. Did they? Talked about Roseanne and Brett Butler. How she looked at Brett yes. Butler. Yes. I missed all of this. Yes. Because you because you just you weren't into it, so you just checked out. I I, I don't blame. <laughs> he's got a point, and he's got two points. Okay. True lies. But she said she, she, her example of Midsommar was the the were the best representation of a mushroom trip gone bad. Okay, I never do this, and saying this has probably jinxed it. I'm almost certain I know the year. Does that make you an expert? Well, we'll see. Jamie Lee Curtis was so hot in the movie game. I mean, the true lies in the movie game. She was hot in the movie game. Directed by, of course, James Cameron. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold, Bill Paxton, rest in peace, Art Malik, and Thierry Kier, who's referred to as Shamuta at one point in the movie. Are we uh, going to pick a year? I have the year ready. I he knows the year. the year. Oh, I think I do. Go ahead. 1994. I said 1995. 1994. Here we go, boys. Wow. Wow. Here we go, boys. All right. The only reason I remember is because Forrest Gump came out that year. And I know they had like they went head to head on a bunch of visual effects Oscars. Weird memory. Two Lies is pretty amazing though. The, the Harrier Jet. It was and stuff. fucking incredible. Plus, it was really funny. There was like a lot of funny shit, like Tom the opening Arnold. scene. Yeah, it's, or actually, Bill Paxton was the funniest. Pretending like the to greasy be the used guy. car yeah, salesman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fucking hilarious. And like I said, Jamie Lee Curtis and her big dick was so hot. Okay, ninety four. Wow, this is this ain't gonna be easy. This ain't gonna be easy. A lot of um, lot of explosions. You know, it's James Cameron. All right, I'm ready. Okay, go, Molly. Shot in the dark. I said it cost ninety two million to make, and it made three hundred and twelve point five. I said seventy-five and two thirty-seven. Budget one hundred twenty million. Shit. Box office three hundred and seventy-eight point nine whoa. million. Whoa, whoa, wow. wow! He's got the minus touch. I was somewhat close, but not close enough to call it a dub. That's that's too bad. But you came out of the gate firing, and oh, that's the movie game. You Brought do? to you by nobody as of this moment. Um, you know, so you should really watch Midsommar. I mean, I say this every episode, but it's a really good movie. I, I, I thought after we talked about it, you would have watched it. I'm still trying to finish Lost again. Don't, so I don't she, want to talk so about it. So she brings up Midsommar. Joe sort of dismisses it. I bet he'll watch it and he'll come back and talk about it. Really? But we said that about the push as well, so what I know. But then Joe brought up his movie of the week, which is Anthropology. Anthropomorphic. Oh, thank you. That's not what it is. It's Anthropomorcine, I believe. You guys didn't watch it? No. No. You watch that and conspiracy, you're done. You're just done. I'm already done. It, 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 it really is a good documentary. 
the the one machine he talks about is like a four story apartment building with this huge crane on it that is just wiping out German city after German city. It's quite the eye opener. But what's weird in in one of them they show them uh, opening a tunnel for a train through a mountain, mm-hmm. and it's full midsummer. They have the people with the the flowers and all this stuff, and. Uh, a guy leading a beast towards the tunnel. All is the opening. Like it was in Norway or something. You know, just how they do that weird stuff with... Um, the Brothers Grimm all comes from there. Actually, that's Germany. But still, just that 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 mystical thing they have going over there. It's very spooky. Okay, are we done with Annie? We got to move on. Okay, just one more thing. She gave a big shout out to Deborah Giovanni. Good friend of mine. Uh, Joe said, Duncan Humble is my brag. Whitney. And then they just talk about Whitney, You know Whitney, what? Whitney. I totally agree with that, though. Duncan makes Joe way better. I like Joe way better when he's with Duncan. Yeah, that episode, I believe, was a five. Um, Donnell broke Annie Letterman. She revealed that. Broke What her. does that mean, broke? He, he said she was doing comedy for a year, and then he said, you do comedy, put her up. Mm. Gave her a hard time, but kept pushing her, and now she's here. Mm. And then Joe pushed her to move to Austin, which is 100 degrees every day this week. Does she live in Austin now? No, she's no. still in LA. Yeah. Tim Dillon's leaving. Austin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He hates really? it. He hates it. He hates oh. it. He wants to sue Joe. You don't go from New York to LA to Austin. When you're caught up in a pandemic or whatever you do, but it's too hipster for him. So he's going back to LA, you think? I, I can't remember what he said. I think he's I going, think back, he's going to back to New York. Well, he's headlining Caroline's this week. I, I think he's on tour for the next six months, so it really doesn't matter where he lives. Mm-hmm. Something out of his suitcase. It's probably just a publicity thing. But Try, yeah, trying to sue Joe, kind of like the. Of course, I know he's not actually going to sue Joe. Oh, I'm I know. Fucking joking. I know, I know. He bought a house and now he's stuck with it. Yeah. Raider boys, we know Simon didn't like it. I, I'll give it a two. So it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't my cup of tea. I give it a two and a half. I give it two point one, just to just to be that thing. It wasn't terrible, but was there anything more? Her interviewing him and a lot of personal stories that I didn't care about. Yeah, this was as middle of the road for me as I could get. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on. But we love Annie Letterman. Yeah, she's great. We just I didn't we didn't need this. Crystal Ball and Sagar, sixteen sixty eight. Crystal and Sagar, formerly of the Hill. Or unleashed rising now. with the hill. Now they're unleashed, though. Yeah. And Sagar has a lot of F-bombs, eh? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, what's wrong, Simon? Nothing. I think I have to go. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. Because if I don't, you're going to get like half Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This episode, and I think you need sure. all of Simon. Yeah, go ahead. I want to talk about you know? that. There's something. you. If you want something from someone, ask them while they have to take a pit. You know what I mean? Like, it really affects people's ability to think and function. It does, yeah. The I bladder. It, it's like yeah. the, the third brain. But I think he's going to take a shit. Oh, that's too much information. But hey, we keep it real here. Uh, I can edit that out. No big deal. Do you feel like... I, I know there isn't, but like, you know how friends or any show sexual tension? Yeah. Like the sexual tension between Sagar and Crystal? I don't think there's any. I know. I just said I know there isn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like Crystal's hot. More, she's like mom hot, but more mentally hot. Yeah, I mean, again, it's weird to to say that is disrespectful because I'm probably older than her. So when I, like when yeah, I sit there yeah, and say yeah. like she's, yeah. I mean, it's just weird for me now being 38 because 
I still feel like I'm like 25. But, but she's a bona fide MILF. Oh, yeah, for sure. She, she, yeah. I thought this, this week would have been an interesting orgy. Joe Rogan, Sagar, and Crystal. So her taking it from... And Sinclair. Oh, you throw him he, in the mix as he's well? He's super sexually charged. He kept throwing the sexual into it. We'll get to that. Kyle Kalinske's a square, so he's not even into it. He'd be awkward. He'd videotape. Maybe. I don't think so. I think that's oh, too weird totally for him. Videotape. But Annie, Joe, Sagar, and Crystal. Kyle probably likes to get and pissed Sinclair. on or something. You're totally... No, I think you're doing him a I, disservice. I have, I have notes. I have notes. We'll get to it. No, guaranteed he's a weirdo. Do you feel any sexual tension between Crystal and Sagar there, Simon? No sexual tension. No, Zero. No. I think there's probably sexual tension through the roof between uh, Crystal and Joe the Rogan. next guest. Oh, and Kyle? Yeah. I bet they're the banging. I'd love to say this and then watch. Someone's going to send us a photo of like Crystal and her Indian husband. Oh, the, like Raj. The, you know the, the, I mean? yeah. Oh, it's so close. Yeah. Like she's dying. That's what I'm saying. Um, um, I don't know. I I want there to be. I th- no, but that's what I'm saying. I think the show works perfectly because there isn't. It's just like there's no sexual just innuendo facts, here. Ma'am. This We're just here to give you as much bare bones facts as we think you can take. And Could you uh, imagine having anyone better than Sagar fighting for you? No, he seems like a really... Uh, yeah, I really... Sorry. No, please. I really like him at that part of the show. I don't listen to that show because I'm not the hugest Crystal... Ball fan, I guess. Why is that? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I should give it more of a chance. You know what, though? Because of the sexual tension between Simon and Crystal. I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, that's it. For sure. Did you... This is the most interesting part of this whole thing to me, and I apologize if I'm stepping on your notes here, Kamar. Um, but they left The Hill. Was that the name of their podcast? Rising with the hill, rising on the, the rising, hill. The because rising they over the were hill, being stifled of what they could say by advertisers, yes, and the higher ups. So, for a very long time, where we thought we were getting this unfiltered, mm-hmm. we weren't all those years. Joe was praising that's them not necessarily for, true, it just means that we weren't getting it. It means that there omissions. were it means that there were stories left on the floor. It doesn't necessarily mean that what we were given, right. Sure, 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 sure. Well, sure, there's sure. a big distinction there, though. There Sorry. is a big dis- distinction, but it also wasn't the this show now. This is the one I'm going to listen to. You're saying as of now, this is the one you're all on board for. Sure. But that I mean, one, if I was all on board on that one, and then I kind of, this is where we're at, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I, was, that, I wasn't getting the best news I could get because... I mean, someone brings up a good point. It's an interesting twist to the narrative because like it's a weird sales pitch like that news we used to give you yeah we couldn't give it all to you but now now you're getting you know, it's like thanks for supporting all those years though <laughs> yeah, but yeah. i was shortchanging you but now you're gonna get the whole deal but now i'm asking you to pay yeah I, do I, you see what's going on here like this is, is hard i think the stories they did they did give you everything there was just stuff that was omitted or which is a pro- which is a problem for me <laughs> guys like omission is just as bad at, and sometimes worse like this is what i get so angry at joe for joe doesn't go out and lie it's the times where joe chooses to omit things that are so obviously transparent like granted i didn't listen to that the hill rising a lot so I'm kind of talking out of my ass here, but we'll accept it. 
I imagine if they were being held back like that from advertisers, there were many stories that they had to avoid that may have been really essential to narratives. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, I mean, they made it seem... Unleash now. I, uh, yeah. Just from this episode, they made it seem like there was only really maybe a handful of incidents where they felt stifled. So it, I, I see what you're saying, but I don't feel like there was that much left on... They're, left out of their show. In their defense. specific with examples as well. That's what I was it saying. Like, it's just, oh, uh, I don't know this story, but the, the Maxie Waters said she's going to be there until she dies. They turned that into a death threat. So that's what I was oh, saying. that is, was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, the death threat thing down there is crazy. It seems like anyone can just... I mean, again, though, think about swatting. You know what swatting is? No. It's where, like, they they call SWAT teams on on famous streamers. People have been killed from this. So like let's say team goes in thinking. Let's say you have so you can watch it all happen live. Yes. Oh my god. So you have fifty thousand viewers, and I figure out where you live. I call in a SWAT team. That's why they tell now big time streamers. They tell them they're like call your local police station. Tell them exactly where you live, what you do. So preemptively, if they get a call, meanwhile they have like a person is going to get like murdered. Someone went to is going to go to help them because the police think that it's all fucking scam, you know? Well, no, but like in the state, someone got killed by a SWAT team, and the guy that called it in got. That's crazy. That's like a Black Mirror episode, man. Think about that. Yeah. Like virtually being a because you want to watch it happen. That's dude, it's scary as shit too. You can go, Simon. If you go swatting, you can see them on YouTube. There's like a big. It's happened so many times. Dude, it's scary as fuck. Is it as scary that the TikTok hired the cybersecurity director for Homeland Security? Oh, for oh, yeah, yeah. That just makes sense, right? Well, you go where the money is. Well, and especially if TikTok is like, uh, is actually just being run by you know an organization in the government, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Remember, you know, when it's convenient for us, we're like, oh, it's all just one thing. It's all just both sides. They're one. They're one side of the coin. This is just another example of that, man. But even the lab leak, like the more I think about this lab leak thing, the more, because I have Simon in my fucking ear every Sunday, the more I hear about this lab leak, the more I hear that faint whistle. Down Precisely. In Park. That's exactly what I hear. Every time I hear this lab leak, I hear that fucking whistle. And I just start thinking, because again, why was it suppressed so hard? You know, it seems like that that's, and it was all suppressed through social media, which we know the CIA is fucking deep in. It seems... Well, they started off with the Jon Stewart clip. Have you guys seen that, at least? Yeah, of course, yeah. I... At least. Had a problem. Yeah, like, we didn't listen to four I fucking know. podcasts this week. Well, no, you didn't hear anything the last one. I'm just checking. <laughs> um, you shot at him early. He's shot and he's shooting back. No cap, son. No cap. No cap. <laughs> because of the nature of the Colbert show and stuff, I wasn't sure if he was doing the act of a tinfoil hatter. Do you know what I mean? No, I think that was John who, Stewart being who, John who, Stewart. What, where? I, well, we all think that, but then I was like, or what? Because he, he came out and said, oh, no, thank well, God for science to I, save us from I heard it. science. What yeah. he's saying is listen to it with, a, with him saying it with a sarcastic tone, maybe. Try that. And Joe didn't get it? Well, no. I, no, he's saying none of us really got it. Maybe that was what I he was doing. I doubt that's it. I think that's the way he works. Everyone's like, he's a hero. Like, he's saying what we want to say. But I just looked at it from that angle because that's their background. I mean, it absolutely seemed like he was trying to stop him. 
Colbert, Colbert was. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, for sure. It seemed like he was like he was like, whoa, we don't do that here. Easy, 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 easy. He even made a joke. I'm sure we're not airing anymore. <laughs> Anyways, but that led into the Fauci emails, and I feel everything popped off since Josh Rogan. Remember, he was the guy who oh, came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are real reporters, not flashy, perfect hair. He talked about, and he wasn't casting aspersions. He was like, let's get to the bottom of this. And ever since that episode, it's just been leak after leak after leak after leak of this thing coming undone. Well, Joe made such a good point this week. He's like, well, I c- you can't say it comes from China, but we call it the Indian variant. We call it the Brazil. But like, what's the fucking difference? Well, I mean, Kamar brought it up a couple months ago, too. He was like, they called it the Spanish flu. I mean, calling it, I will say this, if they called it the Chinese flu, maybe that has less cut to it and the Hong than Kong, China and flu. And the Hong Kong flu, or whatever he called it. Hong Kong? No, what did he call it? The, oh, Kung, Kung flu Kung flu. Kung flu that's, uh, that's cool. That's a good play on words. It's hilarious, but not from the president. Not from the president. No, no, exactly. fair enough. But it, <laughs> you can't say, you could say the Chinese virus, okay, that's racist, but Kung flu is just a great play on words. I'm sorry. But These, this is just hilarious. This is just a... Sorry, another perfect example of like everybody's, it can't possibly be, it can't possibly be. And then, of course, it was. I think the of difference, course it was. The difference, though, is we can call it the Spanish flu because Spain doesn't make everything we use. So there's a little bit of a. No, no, no. I'm saying like aliens, you know what I mean? Like everybody, it was crazy. And then, of course, there are aliens. It's the same thing with the. Uh, gotcha. Oh, you don't want to make fun or hurt the feelings of this country that won't acknowledge another country exists. Yeah. And that's also Taiwan. like, that's also has concentration camps. Hello to all our listeners in Taiwan. We no, believe but you. That is crazy. That th- think about what you just said there. <laughs> yeah. They have concentration camps. Something we, uh, concentration something we camp- hold on, but something we, as the world, we're like, we're never going to let this happen again, and, right? And Jews and we all, in particular. And we all were like, we're right. We're never going to let this but, happen but again. But look, you saw this where the United States would not acknowledge the Armenian genocide. That they was, just uh, did, didn't they? Just recently, yeah. Yeah. So one day we'll acknowledge this. But Joe, as Joe Biden said, this is a cultural thing. So we just got to Joe uh, Biden's a senile it. old fuck. So who gives a shit? I thought the most poignant thing that they pointed out with, you know, Pinpoint accuracy, great examples, is that the powers that be want us to hate each other rather than hate them. Would it be corporations or politicians. The politicians won't do what you need, but they'll say what you want them to say. And that's where we're at right now. Yeah. And Nothing gets done in politics, realistically. Well, the perfect example is the 100 days. I think Kyle actually said it, but 100 days, or maybe it was Sagar, there's 100 days where you, you change the policies, you sign some executive orders, and he started campaigning for the next presidency. Yeah. And we now see through Trump and Biden, it really doesn't matter who the president is. These are both the worst presidents we've ever seen. No, but it does fucking matter. That's what I think we saw the most in this whole thing is like when shit hits the fan, it does matter who you have in charge. But do you think when shit hits the fan right now, like thank God Biden's in there? No, that's not what I'm saying. But I mean, hold on. Like, wait, Wait, well, I will say this. In his defense... I don't know definitively that Hillary, who was the other option, would have done would have fared any better. No, I, I'm not saying that at Especially all. Especially with the but Epstein somebody, shit coming out during her else presidency. Might Oof. have Matt. Somebody else might have done better. Bernie. I, I don't know who, but somebody else might have done better there. 
I mean, listen, yeah, they've they don't have a lot of they have no good options. But you can just see when Trump met with Putin, it was like ah, uh, he's selling our country. Biden met with Putin, he's sorting him out. Like, yeah, listen, you're. I am not a Biden fan. I never have been. I've never said a nice word about the guy. Like, listen, the whole like. He's hard fisting him. He's make he he that broke eye contact. Like, what are you guys nuts? This guy is a frail old man. This, we're talking about a Kembo expert. Like, there's news people talking about it, talking about how news people talk about this. Like, th- th- there's no story there. I, I I don't think. And Putin's a pimp. Like, like it or not, but he's so much more. Um, he stole Schroeder. Robert. What's Kraft. his he name's ring? Kraft. And then looked at him right in the face and said, "You mean my ring?" Yeah. You leave them alone too long with Joe Biden, America will be Russia. They just got to keep them separate. Trust me, Joe Biden is leaving with no rings. <laughs> and no showing teeth. up with no and rings. No yeah. teeth. Um, I thought it was interesting that Sagar was going off, why the hell are they doing a commission on January 6th? They should be looking into this. And Joe was like, well, we have to. This doesn't happen again. And it seems to me now that they may find out that there were agent provocateurs in that crowd. So they may not want such a thorough commission, but that. Um, so how many out of the, like the the mass group were agent provocateurs? Just and are you saying they were Antifa? No, they might be FBI. Who who knows? They said they had a hundred more police with shields. They would have been fine. I agree. Yeah, it sounds to me exactly like nine eleven. Remember what on nine eleven was an inside they were, job, they were, not an inside job, but. The day of 9-11, they were doing a exercise pretending a plane crashed in. So there were planes in the area. You know all those details? There was a whole bunch of weird stuff was going on the day of 9-11. The days leading up to 9-11. Days leading up. Yeah. Same with this. And after 9-11 happened, air, airports were never the same, right? A whole bunch of freedoms were taken or moved. And people were like... Gladly, because we don't want another 9-11 happen again. Forget airports. They were allowed to listen into your phone calls. They were allowed to pull you over without... There were all sorts of wartime acts that were enacted. And as egregious as January 6th was, I feel like this is another another opportunity. Because you're saying they left their shields on a bus. Like, there's all these things that happened that helped this. You're You're saying it's just so that they can go after domestic terrorism and listen to us more. Listen, that's Maddie, argument. that's not... A conspiracy mind. I'm not he, saying that's out of control. No, no, and what he's saying doesn't discount the fact that there were a lot of stupid yahoos oh, there. Oh, I, I understand. What, it listen. just means that they made it a lot easier for those stupid assholes to get on television by storming into the building and taking shits on podiums. Let's also keep it's in crazy. mind, though. Hold on. Let's also, I'm with you, Kamar. Hold on. Let's also keep in mind, let's look at the other side slightly rationally. Okay. A rational... <laughs> well, no, if you're a rational person, you'd think, okay... These are the Blue Lives Matter guys. So we don't need to send as many cops down there because they're not going to clash with the cops. They've been pro-cop this whole time. That's Listen, I was amazed at that. I was like, there's no way these guys are attacking cops. These, these guys were. are all pro-cop. Like, Unless they were incited by agent provocateurs, which we know is not outside of the... Well, the CIA at this uh, point. Alex Jones. Like, it, it's not impossible. And, and not, not only s- is it not impossible, Kamar, I think it's pretty probable at this point when we look back at history... So it'd just be interesting if they if they ever get their commission, how comprehensive it is. 
but, because, for, but this is the thing, a commission, like you're never going to, let's say, let's say you could pull it off with 10 agent provocateurs. Like, let's say legitimately, that's all you need. enough guys go, no, let's get them boys. That's it. You just out. spread them out enough. And then you, you, la- you have, a, you have a lack of police there, which makes it a lot easier. Right. Cause we know that was the problem. Well, let's say it's with 10 well, people. That commission's never going to find those 10 people. Well, you so keep, they can run through that commission and you keep saying lack of police. Yeah. Like, why well, do you was. think that happened? Well, that's what I'm, that's the, listen, I said, there's two sides to it. I said, the first lack of police reason could be that the cops themselves were like, these guys are pro us. They're never going to push back. This is going to be a, you know, they're just trying to take back America, but they're never going to storm the Capitol. That's one side. Then there is the other side, which yes, yeah, seems like an egregious lack of police down there this, to, this to protect the, the Capitol building. And when they had the Black Lives Matter, they did have the proper, it just seems like better safe than sorry, have fences up and stuff. the problem is because trump is involved again in this one if you're going one way they call you like a trump supporter but that doesn't have to be the case you know what i mean i understand i get yeah. what you're saying i yeah i can i can say and there was right, agent provocateurs there and not be a trump supporter I but get i'm it. saying as soon as you say that people are like oh well you're a fucking yahoo and i that's dangerous too you know i get it no but like i said if you can because I truly believe that with a lack of cops and just a few of the right fucking sort of agent provocateurs, you might, dude, with that crowd, you might, it might've been way easier than you think. And there also have been reports that they heard chatter prior to January 6th and ignored it. They well, knew some They ignore chatter all the time. I mean, again, 9-11 and, is a perfect and, and, and example. This did, so exactly. The parallels are very interesting. It'll be very interesting because now they're saying domestic terrorism is worse than foreign terrorism or Al-Qaeda or whatever. So you're also forgetting that the 9-11 commission came out and was like, yeah, there was no wrongdoing. Two planes flew in. I, I know, but because of the, the magnitude of the situation, it was like, take my money. You know, free people are like, what, whatever you have to do, stop this. I know, but you, but all I was saying is quite a price. Your point was just like, they might not want to do this commission because they might find some shit out. And my point was like, they do these commissions all the time and they never really figure shit out. They, then there's no, no point but if it. you don't, Listen, if you started a commission, I guess to Kamar's point, and then you find out that your own people were involved, well, you throw that commission on the back burner. You don't like try and push it through. No, of course. Unless you're Edward Snowden and you want to live in Russia. My whole thing is I thought they did enough of a case for the impeachment. Like they, they, they sort of pointed at Trump, said he incited it. This is yeah, all but, the evidence and stuff. Yeah, but don't forget, like all the all the Republican senators that voted no to impeach, they all were like, "We should impeach, but we're not gonna because he, it won't do anything." He said that in a speech. Yeah. yeah, which is insane. I didn't know the law worked that way. <laughs> Must be fucking sweet. Uh, well, I mean, look, that can't as much as like I know some people want to see Donald Trump in chains. Like that's not good for all the people who like Donald Trump. You're just putting more separation. No, but when someone should be impeached, you impeach them. Like when yeah. you have evidence that backs it up and you, you say out loud, I know he's impeachable and I should impeach, but if I'm not going to. If it's a president who's leaving, you know what I mean? Like they lost. But the thing is, impeachment is just a tarnish. Is that a real punishment? No, because once you're impeached, you can't come back. Mm. So gotcha. they're Cuba office. So they should have done that. To him, I'd really be surprised if he runs know. again. I'd really be surprised. Oh, he's running again. 100%. I'd be surprised too. Come on. I think like one of the younger Trumps is going to run. That's possible. But they just, don't have the exposure yet. They're not like as big a, 
Well, they don't have the exposure of his father, of their father, but if he's not running, he can endorse and anyone. he just gets out there and starts using his machine to hype Donald Trump Maybe. Jr., they share the name, <laughs> like that's enough to, you know, trick a whole bunch of old people in Florida and fucking Bob's your uncle. Maybe, yeah. I mean, anything's possible. They talked about Roblox and uh, Joe's daughter taking money to play the game. Yeah. And I think that's amazing, or not amazing. That's clear foreshadowing of a world where crypto will exist, where younger people are just used to spending money on their net in virtual yeah, worlds. Yeah, used to spending their parents' money on virtual Like worlds. I said, any I've, kids listening right now, I've been join the Patreon. Roblox thing. Hold on, though. I mean, keep in mind, Simon, you and I had jobs, we worked, and we spent a little bit of our income on FIFA. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I feel ridiculous about it. No, I listen, I haven't spent money on that in years so no but I, I absolutely like but at the time I, we it was fun yeah i could have had just as much fun yeah. and just not spend any of that money but keep in mind if you had invested that in crypto it'd be worth yeah, fucking we'd be rich right now of course we, we would, would yeah. be. What a bunch of assholes we are <laughs> totally. there's just younger generations coming up yeah that will just crypto will make more sense to them than the stock market Whereas yeah but i think roblox is, swing right now roblox it, isn't a great example of that because and i sorry just gets him ready no go ahead and just judging by my son i think you're missing like he has they're playing games you know what i mean so until they make um crypto into like one of these games that explodes in popularity but there's crypto casinos but simon i will say this you're talking about children and children can't play at casinos but they, they grow up to be adults who play at casinos. yeah but we're talking about how to get them in their youth right yeah. I mean, Simon, I will say this. There were there were kids that spent no money and were just really good at working the market. And I think there is some sort of correlation there in the future to that kid maybe using that sort of same mindset to yeah, work, no, you know, I'm the sure. stock market For or sure. crypto so or maybe, grind out. I'm not saying all of them. I bet it's a low percentage. No, I'm not sitting here saying. There, again, maybe, yeah, there's some of those guys who do do that. Because I just think that, listen, there's always learning experiences and everything. It's what you take out of it and what you decide to use. I mean, listen, there's some kids like us that would have just spent the money gladly, just thrown it away, not yeah. cared about the market, not not sniped the low card. You know what I mean? And but, if the CIA was smart, they'd be watching those fucking kids closely and grooming them to become the guys go. who, you know. I mean, Simon, even Top Shots is a perfect example. There are people that make a ton of money on Top Shots. Yeah. By just knowing the market, buying the right cards, holding on to them, selling them when a challenge comes out. I know it seems crazy because you're not going to dedicate well, the, the time and neither am I. the only thing I'm doing with this Top Shots yeah. is, again, for the big win. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to get Michael Jordan or something. Well, he's not in it yet. just but sell it for a million dollars. Simon, my buddy the other day, packed... Um, I mean, again, it's not like it's a $1,000 card, but he packed a LeBron that's worth like a grand. But I don't feel bad about gambling. If there was money to be made in FIFA, I wouldn't now be embarrassed about it, you know? Well, keep in mind. You you were just pouring in no return. Just to make my team better than Matt's team or to beat some guy I've never seen before online. Keep in mind, the first couple years of FIFA when you could sell coins and buy them, there was a ton of money to be made. Yeah, but you didn't make any money doing it. I made a few bucks, Yeah. yeah. I sold a few players for tons of coins and yeah. And then did what with the coins? Sold the coins to a website and they gave me cash for them. Okay. And then EA made that illegal. They were like, we'll shut down your account. And that's, that was the end of that. Segar pointed out that uh, TikTok has surpassed Instagram. And will, you don't, it will surpass. I thought, he said, the, I thought he said, okay, it, my bad. Sorry. Uh, I thought they said it. Hours. Okay. Okay. 
Sorry. And you don't have to like TikTok, but you have to like that some app came up and stuck it to Mark Zuckerberg. He buys Instagram, thinks I got it made, and then I don't know where this, what the hell's going on? Uh, but that that's why they. But that's why they buy up all those companies because they know that the writing's on the wall, that some fucking kid is just going to come along with the next best thing. Well, I don't think a kid came up with TikTok. There's a bunch of programmers in China. Fine, but like WhatsApp. WhatsApp's a good example. WhatsApp, the guy that created, he went to work. He went to work for Facebook. Like he w- took an interview. He was just a programmer. Yeah, he, he took an interview. They said no, and then he created WhatsApp so eight, he, eight months later and sold he, it to them for twelve billion dollars. He's Silicon Valley, dude. That's he the is, best yes. story ever, isn't it? So he goes in front of Zucker. Oh no, I guess it wasn't Zuckerberg. No, but he has an interview, and they're like, "Yeah." No, but that would have been really funny if he was like a higher up guy yeah. went to have the interview with Zuckerberg. He said yeah, no. You're not Facebook and material. Then, what did you say? Twelve months later, I think it was eight or twelve months later. He he's creates back WhatsApp. in front of Zuckerberg to sell him the co- that. Oh, that, my God. that's a huge gulp as Zuckerberg. Signs that check. Well, oh. no, because that's all CIA money. He doesn't give a but fuck. But he could have had him on the payroll for fucking 80000 Well, yeah, that's, a, that's the, the real... You got to think about Instagram, though. Those guys, like, listen, and I would I would have done what they did. They created Instagram, and I think 18 months later, they sold it for a billion dollars. But they waited that, another nine months, they could have t- $10 billion tw- well, or whatever. But I mean, again... But they probably took that billion and have already made of course. And $20 listen, billion. I said right off the jump, I would have done what they did too. A billion is more than you're ever going to yeah, need. And you can- I, I'm cracking 100,000. What are you doing about a billion? <laughs> no diamond hands here. Um, I thought they made a compelling case that he, whether he's a nice guy, good person, whatever, uh, Obama did fail as a president with the yeah. opportunity he had. Yeah. Especially when you have the second term, it doesn't matter what I do. I don't think there's been a good president for 50 years. I thought that was so great when Joe said, you know, he's my favorite president. And then fucking they schooled him on just how drone attacks, how inept he was. They didn't even talk about the drone attacks, Matt. They didn't talk about the mass killings. And they still managed to like, like if they don't sway Joe there from ever making that statement again, I'd be shocked. I don't think it's necessarily that he's inept. He just folded to the money. Inept, as in he couldn't do the job properly because he he chose sure, to go. I don't for, care after the bag, right? He or I don't care. So why. for his family, whatever, he's a genius because he's got them generational wealth. Oh well, that's gross, As man. The leader of the country, you are you have an uh, a duty as president of the United States to make it more than you trying to push your family forward. But Come it's on. like it's like the classic Bill Hicks joke. When president, they take you to the special room and show you the Zuputer film or a different angle of the Kennedy assassination no one's ever seen. Say, are there any further questions? So it just isn't that easy to, to get I mean, there. But you want someone in their last term to fucking show the aliens, throw to the wind. Yeah, roll the dice. They, they Forgive obvi- student debts. Well, there, there obviously must be a huge um, death clause. I don't even know what to call it for the presidents because none of them do that. Nobody does that. What doesn't make sense? So they are in fear of their lives, their families. Like something is holding that from happening. None of them. None of them let, let it ride. Have ever in the well, history of time. They have Jimmy Carter, and he got voted out. Well, but he didn't. Re- he did. He came out and gave a huge speech about how we've gotten way out of control. Money's too important. These things got it, and everyone's like, "Yes," and everyone's like, "No, no." We but don't he, want you. he didn't expose any secrets. He didn't. You know well, what they voted him up before he could, but yeah. Well, I guess. but he's still around. This is what I'm saying, Kamar. Even long after the fact, they must have the juice on these guys beyond belief. Well, we know the JFK secret society speech. 
Yes. Yeah. So we're saying that's the last time someone took a chance and we saw what happened to them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. But I thought What's-His-Name uh, made a pretty impactful speech. Doesn't Joe always talk about it? Um, is it Truman? I, I don't know my American presidents, but... The one who makes the, the industrial mil- military, military complex, yeah. FDR, wasn't it? Is that who it was? Roosevelt? I don't think so. But anyways, I don't know. Maybe it was, man. Um, go on. We had a brief discussion about UBI, and I thought it was interesting. Like, It's like it's not going to change your life, but it may be that a boost. You just need that boost because they said the guy got it, was able to quit his job to get it closed, to get a job for the better job. Right. The problem, Just a little bit of money. The problem is we're seeing right now that they're having to adjust like the CERB payments because people are having trouble hiring people because um, the wages are lower than what you would be making just sitting at home doing nothing. So uh, yes, there are some people for sure who are going to do exactly what you said, Kamar. Uh, Dwight. Use that time. Dwight D. Eisenhower. There you go. Um, use that time to get better. And to, you know, make more money or whatever. And there are going to be people, obviously, who are happy just to sit at home and... But in that case, then, whatever. the wages should be higher. Not the benefit. You know what I mean? The wages should be higher, not the benefit. They're saying they're lowering the benefit to yeah. get people to go back to the jobs. Yeah. If they raise the wage, then the benefits. It's it just... I don't know uh, how much you can raise wages than companies have to pass that on to the consumer or whatever, but... I just can't believe that you could work for Amazon and that you could buy into the propaganda they left in the bathroom about how not being unionized was better for you. Like, how's that... It seems crazy that they voted no. Like, I just don't get it. They obviously thought that company was going to take really good care of them. It was probably worded shadily. And like unions cost you more. You don't oh, want to pay. I, I, they definitely said it like that, but there's no fucking way I would believe that. But way. I just, I just think UBI is like not a uh, end all be all. You shouldn't be something that you um, can just live off of. But it's it, it's definitely a boost. And some people waste on Cheetos and whatever. But I, I, I think it's for the best. Well, don't forget what was the number that uh, was it in this one or the Kyle one where they were like they gave people five hundred bucks and they only spent two percent of it on. It was, Vices. It was, it was. It was this one. It was Crystal. Yeah, they they spent most of it on. I mean, and listen, it all seems like a moot point when you look at like the military spending for a year where no wars happen, and you're like, well, they could take not uh, just the spending, the an, increase. They could take an eighth of that and universal basic income, everybody, and this is, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, there's two, and never have to lower it to Kamar's point. Because two months in Afghanistan is UBI for the year. Right. It's not, but... And it's, but pretty much, like, UBI, fine, a year... UBI for the year. Like, look up that number. It's, oh, it's staggering, it's for sure. But, way more than the military but again, budget. It, but you, it doesn't you matter if they do point. the fucking... If they just... If they do exactly what Bernie said, which is tax these hedge funds on all the money they're moving around, because they're just literally siphoning off our money. Half a cent here, half a cent. So, That's it. So, Kamar, you're not so much saying universal basic income. You're just like, just give us a check. Well... It's like the people with good jobs are deciding what how people with shitty jobs should be treated, which is just crazy. And what we get paid. It, what, you, you know what I mean? So, well, but this year was a great divider there. This year? 
I read an article, yeah, because a lot of people didn't go to work and were like, oh, I'm so much, I hated my job. And the only way I'm going back is if I get paid substantially more. And a lot of people are like, I'm just not coming. And now companies are like, well, listen, we'll give you more money if that's what it takes. And people are like, oh, is this all it took was me saying none of us are going to come back? Then yeah, give us more. Because these companies- So this is a good thing. These companies have tons of money. The companies we're talking about, these Fortune 500, they have all the money. Amazon could pay their employees $25 an hour across the board and still turn a fucking staggering problem. Dude, when you hear those stories, and look, I don't know if they're true or not about them having to shit in the car and they have to make these unreasonable, like those all sound so crazy that you can't imagine that it's really true. I agree with you, but at the same time, I think about it. I'm like, it's such a big company. It's probably an algorithm. It's literally just down to an algorithm saying, you know, it takes a human 10 minutes. Like, yeah, but look, I mean, somebody is looking at that and is, and is saying, yeah, that's how long it takes. The computer said it takes them 10 minutes to put together the Ottoman and drive there from wherever. Like then that's what they, that's stupid, man. That's uh, but again, I feel like they just fire that guy. They get someone new and then yeah. they just are recycling people that can never move up and never get raises. My, and- my point was the fact that that happens in a company that makes so much money is crazy. Like that's crazy. It's insane. You never know when the rainy day is going to happen. And keep in mind, too, this is the problem. If if tomorrow Amazon had to pay every employee from the bottom up $25 an hour minimum, they would raise all their prices. They, yeah. just, they just push that onto you, the consumer. It's not like they decide, well, Jeff Bezos is going to make a couple billion less this year. That's, that's unacceptable. But what's crazy, too, is that he drove down the market so far, made it so cheap, he could raise his prices, pay everybody more, still be below his competition. Probably. Like yeah. he has so much room to move. I'm telling you, man, they like. You never know when that rainy day is going to happen. What rainy day? What I'm, are you I'm talking saying about? the only reason that they could be this greedy is like, you never know. You never know. It's, it's disgusting. I think everyone agrees on that. Like it's just, it's got out of control. But if you say salary cap that guy, then you're a communist socialist. So. You see, like when they say, "I don't need salary cap. Just do what they did in the '50s. If you make, just put the tax rate at. If you make over, you know, a billion dollars a year, and again, they're just going to find fucking loopholes. You pay fifty percent over that billion dollars, or whatever that seventy-five percent, sure, yeah, whatever it is. Because I we, see the problem taxing poor people is their tax is all their extra money. Everything else is survival, like just to yeah. pay the kids." get to go to a movie ones, and if they didn't pay tax, that could possibly be their savings. But since you tax them whatever proportionally, they just are always stuck forever. And the rich guy just doesn't get as rich if he gets taxed. It's it's Well, and Jeff Bezos pays less in tax than you do. It's egregious. Well, I mean, if I had an accountant, I could figure that out, I guess. Because nothing they're doing is illegal. It's just not best for the system, as far as we can tell, right? Well, I mean, again, what Jeff Bezos does pretty much is he sets, so he has Amazon and Amazon is supposed to pay taxes in the US. But what Amazon does is they make no profit in a year, zero, because they pay a company that exists in Barbados all their profit. So it's written off. They have zero profit on the books, none, because they've paid this shell corporation $75 billion. Like, wasn't that so, you're right, Matt, exactly right. Um, when they were arguing about Elon doing well, the exact the, same thing. He's taking a loan. And Joe's like, no, no, this guy, this guy's legit. No, that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Like, he, he, Elon is those people. Like, I don't, 
Don't mistake it for he a is second. Now. There's no difference between him and Bezos. They're just different, um, different like uh, evil geniuses vying against Superman. Speaking of fucking with Superman, um, his girlfriend's brother. Whose girlfriend's brother? Uh, Jeff Bezos' girlfriend, Sanchez. Uh, is her name Sarah Sanchez or Jennifer Sanchez? I don't Anyways, know. His name is Michael Sanchez. He's the one who sold the text to the National Choir. That's pretty ballsy, eh? He sold what? the text. Oh, interesting. Who's what? So Jeff Bezos is married to his wife. Jeff Barry, Bezos no, is this married back to up. His- Let's say Jeff Bezos was married. Okay, he's married to his wife yeah. at the time. Okay. Then he started to fuck around with this Sanchez girl. Okay. The brother... Of the Sanchez girl that he's fucking with. Takes the text and sells them. Okay. So he's just trying to capitalize on this. Which ends up divorcing Jeff Bezos and his wife. Okay. That's just pretty big... Bu- like, you're Kamar's, fucking with Bezos. Mars like, just saying, this guy, you've just fucked... Your rich brother-in-law, you're about to be richest man on earth brother-in-law... You sold, I mean, in a way, freedom. You grift him. Maybe it's a side deal and you actually gave him more money. Yeah. But it, just, it was just interesting. Well, what do you mean? That guy yeah. and that girl were probably going to make nothing, right? What do you mean, future brother-in-law? You think he was going to marry that girl? He's dating her. Jeff Bezos is dating this girl. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know. Still? If you have a, I don't know if you have a good, yes, yeah. we're still together. Even but after the brother sold them? Yes, this is the point. So I'm saying oh, that's she's a power got that move. good, good. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. But I just, it's just surreal, like, your brother's not invited to dinner, just so you know. Um, or, or he's invited with bells and well, whistles. Exactly. Yeah. You, you made a great point there. Maybe he's the, said, I'll act like I'm the dirtbag, and then I'm set for life. Yeah, do you want a yacht? Can you just send this text to the Seems Inquirer? Like you just wouldn't fuck with a billionaire. But why would he want the, to get out? I don't get it. For a couple, $25,000, $50,000? No, why would Bezos want it to get Because he didn't want... No, a Simon's lot of guys right. Can't divorce a woman. No, but Simon's right also because once there's proof that you are uh, cheating, that's when you definitely pay alimony. Uh, yeah, I just so have he a could have ho- said, "Hey, we're just not this. We've grown apart. Yeah, I'm going to keep all the money." No, no, I think no, if there's no prenup. You still have to pay, but it's uh, and for sure there was a prenup. But anyway, and he made every cent back over COVID, um, and some. We now know what Gates is after, and I think we should just give him a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, that's way. gross. Once yeah. I heard that, I was we like, that's do know gross. Exactly what Let's just Gates give the prize, though, right? After. He's after the gold, and we know he's why he wants the gold. gold. He wants the gold because he knows that the planet he's going to has a very weak fucking atmosphere. And, like, it's all coming to... Zachariah Sitchin was right. I was about to get there. I just say, if we give... Just start giving Bill Gates awards all the time, he'll just go away. He just wa- he just wants recognition. He just wants the yeah. He just wants plaques. That's why he's working with the Epstein to try to get a Nobel Peace Prize. You know, this is. I'll tell you a little story, okay, Kamar? <laughs> no, no, this isn't even a CIA story. They tried to give Lex Luthor awards. They gave him all the awards in the world, but in the end, he just wanted power. But Bezos is Luthor. Who's you? Gates. Cannot you? I don't care. He's the fucking Riddler. I don't care what he is. You give those guys, they just want power. It's not even about the money, obviously, because no amount of money in the world is enough. It's about how they get to be powerful. Well, let's give him a Nobel Peace Prize and just see. I mean, it's not going to cost anyone everything. He'll donate the million dollars to charity, and maybe he'll just be like, you see, you like me. You really yeah. like me. <laughs> All I needed was a little guy, a little... Uh Validation. Because we all agree the second he starts saying, well, you don't want to uh, release these patents on these. You want specific people making the va- 
Like that that's suspect, right? The whole world's been taken down by this thing. Yeah. However, we get as many vaccines as many people that you started is the best way. And he goes, No, 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 no. That's no, just they too can't suspect, make them. right? Yeah. I mean, we found out in this episode that Bill Gates pretty much owns McDonald's. Well, the French fries, and that's all that matters at McDonald's. Or is the apples? I think it's the French fries, potatoes. I thought it he was. He sells the, them all the potatoes. But the, they didn't. They didn't the fact check back. What's more important, Joe French just, fries or I think apple Joe pies? Joe just said that, and that was the end. Well, of Well, if that's true, it totally makes sense. Like, why he bought up all the land just no, to supply just, McDonald's? He doesn't want to have McDonald's on his books, but McDonald's can't survive without the potatoes. I'm so pretty really, sure McDonald's owns their apple orchards. I, I, th- I think that's a fact. Because you don't want to be buying apples off someone else. I like how they refer to it. apples do they sell? Apple pie? Oh, I guess, yeah. I've had many apple pie. If you have those rooms full of stuff, drugs, alcohol, McDonald's, not much room for me in that room. <laughs> um, I like how they refer to, up until now, we've basically been doing sick care versus health care. Yeah. Like being more proactive, um, you know, giving, give someone a bike or something. Versus waiting till they need um, gastro bypass surgery. Well, even then, why is it every bone in my body except my teeth are covered? That doesn't make sense either. Yep. That, that's our major foe here. But not, I mean, you can give people bikes. It doesn't mean they're going to bike. You can lead a horse to water, Kamar. He's got a point. But you they, can't make him think, Matt. But, but we know, know that the pharmaceuticals and everything is not all it's cracked up to be. And there might be healthier ways, as we find out in the last episode, than uh, what we've been doing so far. I just thought, I thought it was a good way to uh, word it. Healthcare versus sick care. God bless Crystal, because they were talking over each other so much. Really, I didn't notice it too much. Well, Sagar was very excited the whole podcast. Oh, yeah. he, he, I, speaking of Adderall. Maybe, maybe or maybe bumps. he's just maybe, he's just that way. Maybe he likes some nose beers well, before you guys, a Joe Rogan episode. You guys don't find that like when it's a three person conversation. Like we know this better than anybody. Like, you have to sit on your ideas sometimes. And I thought Crystal was just amazing. I, I heard her sometimes trying to say her point, say her point, just sit on it, wait, and then get across. And she, I just thought she was the level as of head. Sager was a little excited to be there. You know what I'll say too, Simon, is we're used to it now, like 140 episodes plus all the post shows. I think we're very used to the three-person microphone conversation. I think if you were used to just two people, throwing the third person in is like a real, you know what I mean? Because you're used to just bouncing it off oh, one uh, per- You throw yeah. the third person in, it's got to be a real mind. I only for- have to wait for your stupid opinion to be over there before I can give you my very valid opinion. <laughs> now I have to listen to two stupid opinions Precisely. before I yeah. can get my You own. are a victim. Yeah. Um, they did a bit of foreshadowing about what Kyle talked about with back to the control. Like the, he wasn't allowed on the show. All of a sudden there's all these yeah, yeah, controls yeah. about place. We'll talk about how Kyle gets salty. Um, beware Jim Acosta. Cause he's a blood sucking, horrible journalist. They all talked, uh, called out Brian St- Seltzer this week. Cause okay. he's the worst of the worst. Jim okay. Acosta. Sorry. Re- refresh my memory. Jim here. Acosta is a head of, Political correspondent for CNN, but he will be their Wolf Blitzer one day. So just get used to that name if you want to be annoyed, unless they go under. I just never watch any major news ever. Either. I just, I'm glad that everyone was calling it out. Um, and then Sagar coined that the right is now the Portnoy Republicans. 
No, he said there's he said there's a section of of the barstool right Republicans that are called the barstool Republicans. Yeah. Is that true? The, no, he just coined it. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's it's just a theory. Uh, now we get into the Sumerians. Now what he said to Crystal is it's nonfiction. Sorry, Sumerians were real people. Back in the day, they found their tablets. They're the cuneiform tablets. It's the very oldest record of writing that we have. So, yes, that's all true. And where does Zachariah Sitchin come in? Zachariah Sitchin was a scholar who translated those tablets. That was the story in brief that I just told you about the gold in the atmosphere. Joe told you as well, where they bred human beings to be slaves, to dig the gold, to bring back to their planet. We became conscious, I don't know what the word is, and became humans as we are today, much to their dismay. And that's why Earth exists. Um, But there are other people, other scholars, (laughs) who have... Uh, translated the cuneiform tablets, and it says nothing about gold and monkey men. And I mean, how anyone could even—I don't know how anyone could even claim to translate something that old when you have no, like. Well, you're a linguist or a, a whatever that scholar trade is, and this is what you're trained to do: is to look at, be it the cuneiform tablets or the ancient Egypt. Egyptian hieroglyphs or whatever, like we're dummies. We couldn't do it, Maddie. But listen, Sitchin may have been wrong. I'm just saying though, there's probably enough, there's enough remnants of the Egyptians to maybe work backwards and, and like piece it together. I feel like if you're talking about the very, 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 very first ever writing, like it's a lot to work backwards. What I want to ask you though is, but I mean, you're willing, I'm sure to say Zachariah Sitchin is wrong and these people are right, I would be much more inclined to say, like you're saying, who knows who's right. Well, I was going to say, I don't think the other guys are right either. Why put more weight on them just because that's the going... No, no, what I was going to say is I don't think either of them got probably got it anywhere close to right. Okay, or... Both sides. Or, or, conversely, Sitchin got it right on the nose. Or those other guys did, you know? I mean, hold on. Let's be serious. Like, the odds that you're going to get it on the nose are almost nil, right? If you crack the code and you're able to decipher their language, then yes, at that point, we only have to worry about, like... um, But just hear me out. Whether they were even telling the truth. But just hear me out. Even when you decipher the language, like, let's say you deciphered letter for letter, if that was even possible. Right. There's still so much nuance to language and the way people spoke and the way we're, you know... Correct, and we don't know who wrote it, and we don't know. It's they that, also had different names. They for could have been like, in that cave as the world was ending, just making things up, right? There you go. Who knows? Again, we can only. Yeah, take listen, I'm a fucking dummy. I'm sitting in a garage. What's left of those civilizations, and try and make some sense of it. What do I know? We got to move on, though. This is uh, I, no, no. This is where this episode gets interesting. Well, what I want to know is, well, we're two hours in, and we have two things to go here. Kyle Kalinsky was dog shit, but anyways, I, actually, want to know why? Because of this one, they covered everything. There was too much. Uh, um, it was all political. It was four, but Zachary Sitchin is the same as Joseph Smith and the Scientology guy, or like. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. Except he wasn't starting a religion around. So he it. has but the maybe most he cred- was. credibility. If that's a thing with he, people who talk about this stuff. No, he probably has the least credibility. Then I'm out lost. of, then out I'm of lost. people that started religions? No. What? He was saying, does 
Who are you talking about, Kamar? Zachariah Sitchin. He yeah. was saying, is he... Is Who's he, the guy, Scientology guy? L. Ron Hubbard. So he's a scammer. Just a scientific I mean, novelist. Pre- presumably so, but we don't know that either. Joseph Smith is a 14-year-old that found Hold gold on. tablets, Maybe. apparently. Maybe. Zachariah Sitchin is a scientist? Zachariah Sitchin was like a, yeah, a linguist or something. Okay, so he's got the most credibility. That's all Kamar was saying. Was out of like L. Ron Hubbard or Joseph Smith. Oh, at least the economist. At same? least Zachariah Sitchin. I understand. I was. I thought he was saying he had more credibility than the other linguists who translated the cuneiform tablets. Uh, I don't know. I did not know there well, were other. No. <laughs> well, of course there were. There are people who contend his findings. They would have had to have done their own research to come up with an alternative story. But you, do you think that's where Bill Gates got this from? He, for a moment, he was thinking of doing this, locking out the sun. Right. Was he inspired by Zachary's? Well, look. The funding's been pulled since. If, if there really is, like, you know, some hinky shit going on, then who knows? It could really be that way, and Zachariah Sitchin could be right. Who knows, man? Golden volcanoes. We make a lot of presumptions based on... I don't know, stuff that, like, to Kamar's point about going to... We just can't prove it otherwise, right? We Unless you'd seen it, been there with your own eyes. Or and, and we say, well, this is, this is the way it is. This is what science tells us. If somehow that science was manipulated, all, all our thinking is manipulated. Well, science is just a method. And so. it just takes one, one group to decide that, like, truth is different than truth and a hundred years later we all believe that 50 years later we all believe that doctors used to prescribe cigarettes do you think it was weird when he said tom delong was the worst of all his ufo guests yeah i i would that's in the next episode no it's in this episode yeah so sager's going off kyle Kalinsky doesn't talk about ufos i don't like i'm not a huge tom delong fan but Joe is, like, doing a huge disservice. He should have given him some credit, right? Well, he has to give him some credit. The same way he gives Alex Jones credit. Like, they're yes, both believers absolutely. in what they believe. Tom DeLong was right about so much of what he said. Not only that, but, like, the guys that we deem important in this field, not me per se, but, like, the guys who have the most respect are guys who came out of this guy's organization. Like, he made a band brought all these guys together, got them in the public eye, then the band broke up, they all went their own ways to form new bands. Like, he's important. He's important to the conversation. Joe just can't call him crazy. You, can't say he's a believer, so we can't believe anything he says. That's insane. But do you think either, like, uh, Joe forgot that conversation and think he's amassed all this knowledge all the other people he uh, interviewed? I was like, yeah, thanks for nothing. I, I knew all this, but didn't realize it. Or... Was Tom DeLong rude to him after that interaction or something? Do you know what I mean? Dismissive or something? I don't know, but like Joe is giving I'm surprised he Joe is giving credit to Christopher Mellon. That's a guy who came out of Tom DeLong's shit. And he said, but he did you remember saying Tom DeLong is the worst guest I ever had? I know. It, I, I, if I was drinking something, I would have spit take. I swear to God. And listen, I get it. Tom DeLong seemed wacky. At he was the on time. one. Uh, he seemed wacky at the time for sure. But when we can go back and look at this, like he seemed wacky, but he was probably like so hyped up 
on the fact that this was all really happening. And that's not to say, because I'm a huge believer in that Tom DeLonge was um, uh, Bob Lazard. Like that, I could totally see that as a Believes narrative. the lies he was told. Yeah, he is, he is all in. Everything he says is absolutely true. The part of the story that's missing is that he's working for the wrong team and he doesn't even know it. But Joe is, it, it, come on, there, there has to be, he, he has to have like an honest conversation with somebody about this. Not just a conversation where they pile on this guy yeah, that's, for that's our 10 mission. minutes. We're, we have to go on Joe Rogan to call him out about Tom DeLong. That's what I would do. Um, they talked a lot more about the, the resolution of the cameras or whatever. I think when the report comes out, it's going to be a nothing burger. Do you think that? I think it's going to be a nothing burger because the government is controlling omissions. the narrative at this point. And the same way they decide what they want when they release anything to you, they're, because they're in charge of this, you're not going to get what you're looking for. But I did think it was interesting. Like these, um, they were talking about the cell phones and like, why can nobody get a good picture? You know what I mean? We all have these cameras. It's same with Bigfoot. Why can nobody get a good video of Bigfoot? Like I defi first of all, first of all, listen, if you see a UFO out there, like if it's a light in the sky that's darting around, okay? Like let's say that's your sighting. You're outside in your backyard. You look up in the sky. You think it's a star, but it's moving around erratically. There is no fucking way you could film that. It's impossible. With our stupid phones, you You'd couldn't. have to luck out and have something on a tripod just filming. You couldn't. It came to. You couldn't. You couldn't pull out your phone and film that. You would never see it. It would seem like nothing. Conversely, the other type of sighting you're going to see is that you are witnessing something that is defying the laws of physics as you know it, up close and personal. Like well, You're not that close, though. What do you mean? Well, if it's flying around in the sky and it's like a little tic-tac. Like no, no, I'm not saying if it's a little tic-tac. I'm saying if it's in a place where you're going to be able to take your phone out and get footage of it, that's going to be good enough for somebody to say, oh my God, you just saw a UFO. You're going to have to like have that thing in your sights. It's going to have shattered your worldview. Like I just, you're not going to be able to pull out your phone and act rationally. That's, dude, I was. But I was, hold on, but, 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 but just listen, over time, like. We know that there's war reporters that go to war and take photos and spots where you'd be like, no human could ever have had the wherewithal to pull out a camera there and shoot as opposed to just running for their lives. So again, it just seems that there, there's a few amongst us that would have... I was standing in my... I, I mean, listen, Matt. I was standing in my backyard the other day and I was looking up at the stars and I was thinking, okay, I'm here. I got my phone in my hand. If I see something, I'm going to record it. Well, at night with your phone, it's impossible. If it's a tiny little thing, it won't do anything. I need to see this ship defying the laws of gravity in front of me, like floating, a, a, a mass floating in the sky. We see planes, but they're moving, and we understand that propulsion. This thing is just there floating. It would... We all think, even me, a guy who like longs for this, we think we would... would would know what to do. You would lose your bowels. You're like, I just think it would be so I don't get overwhelming it. Like at this point, you've to, seen a drone and you've seen drones move at like insane speeds and stuff. So, well, we haven't seen a, 
I, I look at it this way. It, like, in order for you to be convinced, let's say, of a UFO, you're going to need one of two things to happen. You're going to need either there to be, like, a giant ship sitting up in the sky, football field wide, you know? I believe there's defying, probably UFOs out there. Defying the laws of gravity. Okay. These laws you hold so dear, Matthew. <laughs> defying it or it would have to be like something that was moving really fast but that was close enough that you knew it wasn't a drone and if you get buzzed by a ufo by a tic tac matt do you really think you're gonna be like oh that looks like a drone no man i don't think that's gonna be your reaction I don't think it would be my reaction. Okay, fine. Again, though, I just don't think... It would think, be wonderment how about this, Simon? and fear, how about this, Simon? and you just wouldn't be thinking of taking your phone out. Or there just aren't... If there are these things, there just aren't that many of them. I'm not, That's more likely. Sure. All the more reason why Also, you believe they live in the ocean. ...doesn't mean that we're going to catch more UFOs. Well, it does, though. It does by sheer number, but... Yes, it, by, by pure volume, your odds of capturing a UFO now versus in 1970 are 100-fold. I just don't think it's going to be footage that anybody's going to buy as credible. Oh, I we, disagree. All right. But whatever, we can agree to disagree. I oh. hope in my heart of hearts, alien craft. You find out about an alien craft in the next 60 days. So you hope that there's like a like a photo of an alien craft no, no, at Roswell? No. or Video like, surrounding it. This is it. We've had this for 50 years. That would be great. Otherwise, everything else is a no nothing burger. And I think that's what we're going to get. No, I think you're going to get a whole bunch of uh, stuff that means nothing to you that is going to be able to let them make tasks force and this and that and pump up their own budget. They're going to talk about threat a lot. And that's it. Then right, right before you thought it could happen, they brought up bears again. <laughs> But I thought Joe played that tape of a bear screaming, and it sounded a lot like something that Simon wants us to listen to. It absolutely did not sound like that. No, no, but like, listen, I listened to what he was trying. He was so angry at Jamie. Eh? He has such a short fuse with Jamie. He pays him good money, buys him a car. He bought him a Tesla. Oh, come on. He's if you bought me a Tesla, you'd treat me like a slave. He's only human. Like, Joe's immediate reaction is, hey, what are you doing? Like, as he's. You know, how about just, hey, Jamie, just pull it down, man. I missed it. We're buddies. I don't, I don't know, need man. to talk to you that way. <laughs> Jamie got angry in this one. He's like, I did it, man. This is what it brought it to. If I was Jamie, I would just get him like the, you can get like a wireless. And let him just touch Mac it himself. Pad. Yeah, and yeah. be like, here, I pulled it up. Fucking yeah. slide it wherever you want. Zoom in on the thing. Yeah. Like, go that, would, that would be monumental if they broke up. Never They'd be like, happen. fuck this. Never I've had enough. Happen. Take your search and shove it. I don't think it'll have happened. No. Well, <laughs> let me tell you this. Jamie is making like 15, 20 grand selling his tweets as NFTs. Does that as a side hustle for a little while. Won't need Joe anymore. I still think he just keeps the job. Why not? Well, if you're miserable at your work. Oh, I guess that. But I can't see how it could be that miserable. No, he doesn't usually. Do you remember Weinstein saying physics has gotten stale? Yeah. I wonder, because Crystal said her dad was a physicist and physics has gotten stale like in the 60s 70s it was really a couple of the new stuff and now it's sort of this is just the sciences we have it's just a fact which you, you know science always evolves and i wonder if she drew that from him or that's a secondary opinion stating the same thing 
I don't know. Did they talk about Neil deGrasse in this episode or next episode? This is the last thing they said. Why would they care about us? Because that was, that was, besides resolution and stuff, Joe said Elon's an alien. That's why he's not going to talk about anything. But Neil deGrasse's ignorant point was why would they care about us? Well, Neil we deGrasse. Would care. Listen, if they found right now a fucking centipede on Mars crawling around, we would study it ad nauseum. Let alone if you found a colony of monkeys. Yeah. Like, Martian monkeys, we would, ne- we would have live feeds all the time. Oh, like, it would never end. It would be a billion dollar industry. I would only suggest they totally do know about us without even having to come here. Well, I mean, we send radio signals out like at a stupid fucking rate. So you I'm, think I'm, something bounced off something out I'm there. I'm much more of a camp of interdimensional travel than Well, we also space send travel. so many, if we want to look at it that way, we send so many probes unmanned and, yeah. probes, but then we think that when we see things from them, it's little green men driving them. Like, we're not even giving them the credit of our um, sophistication, and we're obviously way less sophisticated than they are. And mushrooms. I saw. I watched this uh, National Geographic guy who uh, takes pictures of mushrooms and does time lapse of mushrooms. And they, those, and coral seem like they could be aliens. Octopus, and, and the octopi, of course. Dude, I saw a video the other day of this octopus fucking straight up asking a scuba diver to help him move this log. It's insane. They're definitely not from here. Will you guys be uh, joining the paywall to follow Crystal and Sigar? Uh, I'll look into it. I'll see how much it is. I will not. The clips will do enough. What I would recommend, though, is their follow-up interview with Joe. Super interesting. He said he had two chances to uh, interview Trump. Like It's a really good interview. What do you mean? He was on their show after this? Right after this podcast, they turn around and ask him all the questions. Oh, no, and they no, posted no, no, no. it for free. And it was more interesting. He had two interviews. He had two chances to interview Trump, and he declined. This is what he said. He, he, he said, why well, wouldn't do any politicians? Although he's had a bunch of other politicians. But Sagar was like, Yang, Crenshaw, Tulsi Gabbard. How do these guys get on? And then you admit all other politicians. Because yeah. there's lots of politicians. So what did he say to that? I, I, I can't repeat it. I'm just saying for listeners, you oh, guys. I'm going to have to listen to that. I think you'll really enjoy it. Like it's, well, because those are questions I have. That's a question that I wish Sagar had asked him when he was on the show. Well, no, but in this. Why are we just finding out that he had two chances to interview Trump? We listen to this fucking podcast four times a week because this and Tom Pop is on once a month I have I to think. listen to bread and I can't I have to find <laughs> out third hand through Kamar through Crystal and Sagar yeah he also said there's a podcast I did and like that was not very good which I think went up and I think I could have guessed listening who it was who like it might have been David Lee Roth so recently like, or further back because you never know with science because he can't check science that mm-hmm. much right you got to take face yeah. value what a scientist or someone is telling you in the moment but someone else, like I said, it was more interesting than this podcast. This podcast was about those two showcasing their um, uh, chemistry and pushing their new show. Yeah, it was Joe doing them a big solid. Well, I thought the big most solid. interesting thing was in the next podcast with Kyle Kalinsky, he talks about frenemies. Oh. Well, let's get there. Okay, okay we're going to take we'll a break, there. right? Let's rate it first because that's what we do here. What do you give it, Simon? Um... Uh, three. I give it a four. I give it a four. Four point one. Wow. 
You had to port. You had to fucking prices right. Portnoy, got a Portnoy. Portnoy, prices right. You guys Excellent. love this episode. Oh, it was chock full I of like information. Yeah, it's uh, a good episode. Concise arguments, disagreement, agreement. These are the episodes that make me though. Like honestly, after listening to this episode, I was like, "Ah, eh, we're fucked anyway." Well, I think it was totally fun. Ended with them talking about the influence of corporations and yeah. countries. And I was on like, "We're news done. We're fucked. It's over." I feel like, and here's my problem with Crystal and Sagar. I feel like they're almost there. Like they're, they almost go far enough, but then they stop. The well, same way, kind of Joe stops at mediums. You know, I also like think he's almost there, but mines are still a little close. Um, Sagar is so, so much fun. closer than Crystal. Like Sagar's almost there. He's. And now that he's off this show and unhinged, he might be all the way. He though. likes to swear now. I like that. But I think Crystal could make a million dollars if she gets an OnlyFans. Well, she's going to do well with um, Kyle Kalinske. Debatable. Let's go. All right. We're going to take a break and uh, we'll be right back. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, it keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called AlphaBrain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. AlphaBrain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try Alpha Brain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle, and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free, with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. All right. Thanks to Onnit. I don't know what ad I'll play. I'll figure something out. Thanks to Ward 14. <laughs> Long time yeah, exactly. uh, contributor to the program. I should make an ad for our Patreon. There you go. That, that might be an idea. On one of the less hot days, I'll come in and do that. All right, come on. Name and a number, please, and thank you, sir. 1669, <laughs> Kyle Kalinske. Kamar's absolute favorite so guest. So just before Kamar starts with all his notes, um, if you were listening before, I talked about people not being all the way there. Yeah. This is the perfect example of a guy, super smart in many of the things he knows about, and then just gets to a point where you're like, well, now I can't listen to another fucking word you say because you're so limited. <laughs> Go ahead, Kamar. Yeah, I, I think his problem with getting new listeners is he really has nothing to say. He, I think, came up huge in the Trump era, trashing Trump and everyone, and now, like, so many new sources have sort of run out of stuff. He came on this podcast to talk about how great he was predicting what would happen in the last election i mean that and then ask joe questions it, it really the, he brought nothing to the table it's 
put beside um, Crystal and Sagar with all these facts and stuff. He really, he knows what he knows, but it doesn't go that far back. Well, the problem is, is would you have been saying, well, yeah, you would have, but would we be saying that if it hadn't been directly after the Crystal? Like if this episode's no, two I, weeks later. I do not know that I could say that, but I know just listening, I was like, this guy's a one-trick pony, has brought nothing. It's, it's the same thing. And like he said, for some reason when he does podcasts, if he has interesting guests on, they do spike. My complaint about him would have been the same, I think, because he just, he, he like, as soon as he thinks it's out of the question of possibility in the head of, what's his name? Kyle Kalinske. It's like conversation over, you know? Look, I don't, I could be wrong. I could be wrong about a lot of things, but I'm certainly not like so close minded that. I don't even give him a chance. That's who lives like that. No, I, he's an all who's right so, person. Who's so smart out there? Who's so fucking brilliant that they think that they understand this world and can speak on it? Are you asking me? Yeah. I don't, uh, Joe Rogan. Well, we see the flaws in that program. <laughs> well, I was right. You asked me for one and I gave you one. No, look, I mean, of course, anybody can speak on it. But to, to like be so certain of things and so certain of things on the other side, like, look, even I've come around to chiropractory. That was my big sticking point. And now I'm like, who knows, man? Like that guy was probably wrong about being able to fix the kids. But who am I to say? Maybe he tapped into something. Some sort of medium. For a second, you know, like who knows, who knows how this fucking world works. When you look back on like some of the biggest um, advancements that even you, Matt, can like are willing to wrap your grasp around. Limited head around. No, not limited head. Not you, whoever, like somebody who isn't willing to go the extra yard, but is like, I believe in Einstein. These things came to them in dreams. They don't even understand how they came up with the ideas like... We don't even understand ideas. No, nothing. Just fucking blank face. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to take in everything you're saying here. You're very hot. How this relates to Kyle Kalinske? Yeah, I'm. I, you've you've come well, in very fuck hot. Kyle Kalinske, like. Oh my. Well, I I just again, if you're not interested in politics, like you really have no use for this guy. I mean, on three times this wasn't terrible. I didn't hate it. I don't think he's that interesting. But I thought it started off with like quintessential Joe. Explain to him how the Tonight Show worked and completely being wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. See, Val started. No, and then this is the guy that started, and he reads it back. Wait a minute. It says that he started it first, and then this guy. And then from all other things, you must take this with the grain of salt. But I mean, I wonder if that's just a Berenstein Bear thing, or sorry, Berenstein Bear. That he his memory of how the Tonight Show started is. Yeah, just, yeah. You know what I mean? Just maybe. I can't say because I just watched that uh, show, The Story of Late Nights. So okay. It just went through Jack Parr, Steve Allen, Johnny Carson, all of this stuff. So I feel like I know. But it's just, Kyle Kalinske is so young, he doesn't know. Like, he doesn't even How know I ran Contra or something. You, do you know what I mean? How, How old, is old is he? Like 32 or something? I have no idea. Might be in his. He can't be in his 20s, is he? No. With Joe, no. I, th- I can no. think he'd be 27. Do you guys know how, an- how old Annie Letterman is? Uh, 34. 64. 64. That's on one. Too. You she know looks, she's she looks not great. 64. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. 34, Kamar. She's 37. And Kyle's 33. 
Yeah, she's my age, and I'm fucking useless. Then what pushed me off is Kyle's like, do people still go to like sex shops and stuff? Like, yeah, they do because they like having sex. Like, he's a Puritan. Well, no, but I what that part I agreed with. I was like, who still goes to? What, yeah, really, who buys fucking? Who buys porno? No, people go and buy like vibrators. Yes, and yes, stuff. yes, yes, yes. And Nobody's even, buying porn anymore. No one's buying even porn. the people going to those fucking warehouses. No one's buying. buying no, well, they were talking about porn. people buying porn. It seemed like not people buying. No, I think they were just making a mass generalization about like because they were talking about older guys going there and like there's no way some old dudes going there to buy a dildo. There's definitely some weirdos who still buy porn, but I felt he was more the whole. Sex thing is like, aren't people embarrassed about liking sex? The thought that well, I used I'd be to, embarrassed to go into one of those stores. Sorry, Matt. The thought that I used to have to jerk off to the same thing over and over again is staggering. Your right imagination? Now. No, or even just like a fucking like a skin mag you had like under your bed or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it was the same shitty playboy or penthouse over and, and same how fuck- much better that was than like having to use your imagination or you know use a regular magazine and use your imagination you know yeah no imagination's the worst if you put a gun to my head i don't think i could jerk off with my left hand there is no way i could finish with my left there's no way i could jerk it like if you're if asking you were, just uh, to, yeah sure, you, you could if you were using porn there, i don't think so I, I there's don't no way so. i could to, yeah, to for completion? Sure for sure. you could. A girl could do it with her feet. I think you could do it with your left hand. Well, no, a girl could not do it with her yeah, feet. Yeah, she could. If she could do it You're with telling foot. me that you don't think you would come if a girl... That's crazy. Oh, you could. A girl could There's, jerk me First of all, feet, are you, I, you honestly think a girl could sit there like this for long enough to get you off? With her feet? Yes, with oh, her yes. feet. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, oh, for yes. sure. Before I, they wouldn't cramp up? No fucking way. For no sure. It's, po- it's possible, but not jerk off with my left hand. Wow, you're really drawing the line there. Right? I, I, I just, I, I guess I'm giving my. Kryptonite. I've always thought about it. <laughs> I was like, if I really hurt my right hand, like if I broke my right arm or something, I, I would be fucked for jerking just off until that arm got better. Just um, taking a break for a did while. Did you see that weird clip of Joe Biden looking at the eight year old and saying, "Look at her. She looks like a little nineteen year old all dressed up." No, that's gross. Just it was so. He could have said thirty year old. He could have said hey, it was so <laughs> creepy. Like uh, I don't know. He's a creepy guy. Listen, my contention about this vampire has been that from the beginning. He's creepy. He seems like number one on the list of people that went to, like, he feels like he was, he seems like the type that was harassing Epstein to go back to the island. You know what I mean? Where he was like, I'm trying to, Trying to mix it up and here. doesn't remember uh, going there the first time. Epst- Come on, it's my first time. <laughs> Epstein probably didn't even want him on the island, and he was, like, constantly trying to get on the island. Like, just let me on, man. Like, Kanye, before he became famous. I don't no, remember that. Nothing, I don't no, remember that Kanye. I don't remember that Kanye. Well, I- did you watch uh, that documentary? They told you, Kanye. He hung around the studio. He was constantly trying to rap. Everybody thought he was a total nerd. Nobody wanted to have anything to do with them. And then... And they were right. Well, no, but <laughs> then he makes everybody famous, you know? How are you guys on spicy food? I sweat. Like, you give me Frank's Red Hot and I sweat. But but do you enjoy it? Or I like, do. Whoa, whoa, whoa. To a point. And then it's ridiculous. Like Tabasco? Matt, Matt wants me to hurt myself. I refuse to do that. Tabasco? Well, you're lucky I have chest pains because honest to God, those chips were coming in this week. And but they're they were not coming here? Coming in fucking. They're well, not because I, I told you I was. I have chest maybe pains. The, I maybe the, they're the cure. How are you with spicy food? Not good. Like Thai food? 
Well, I went to Thailand and it fucked me up. And you, you thought it was too hot, but you, you told the story like, no, you, you don't want to order this. No, she wouldn't let me. She wouldn't even tell me what it was. Yeah. So you like some so modicum like, of spice. But keep in mind, that wasn't just me. It wasn't like she just knew. She was like, this isn't offered to white people. Kaya Kalinsky finds ketchup spicy. <laughs> He's just vanilla as it gets. He is as vanilla as it gets. Oh, that for sure. guy, no doubt. Kyle Kalinsky, even his name is vanilla. They were talking about... I, I bet his middle name is a K. Kenneth. Yeah. It's Kenneth, for sure. Yeah. Kyle yes. Kenneth yes. Kalinsky. For sure. Oh, my God. And there we go. He's got to talk to Daryl Davies. Turn in his robe. Probably. Turn in his robe. To, to, try to, to try to make himself interesting, though, he started talking about psychics. And did you guys know Dionne Warwick? Yeah. Walk was the godmother by. of Whitney Houston. I did not know that. Yeah, I did know that. Come on. Uh, the word they were trying to come up with, capsicum. Joe couldn't say that. Capsicum? Yep. Capicasum, I think, is also said, but this is the, the pepper. Oh, uh, I what see. I want to say is th then he talked to uh, Kyle about Best of Enemies, which was uh, Gore Vidal and uh, William Buckley, mm -hmm. which now has become the best part of it would be Crystal and uh, Segar. Like that was the very first political commentary, mm -hmm. and now the evolution's come. And there's you have crossfire with Tucker Carlson, whatever you want, but that idea has come to fruition with uh, Crystal and Sagar perfectly. As both sides able to report news and not call each other crypto Nazis, and you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they're a great example. Tucker Carlson always looks like a lost kid to me. He looks so a lost like, millionaire. He looks so like what? Uh, and then uh, I thought it was funny how um, Kyle got really salty about his numbers and everything. Because well, he felt like YouTube was... I find that funny because you mentioned shadow bans weekly. That, but also um, <laughs> the higher ups out wanting to do stuff yeah. and thinking he was going to advocate in Joe, but at the end of the day, Joe's like, well, that just makes sense. It's competition. Why would they do that? I'm sorry you're getting screwed, but that, that seems pretty normal. I think Kyle wanted a lot more. Of course, but when you think about Joe's point, it's like, yeah, of course they were thinking that. They don't want you to go on there and you're about to leave and you're just going to take all their viewers with you. Yeah, but I thought he thought, Joe, like, this is egregious. We got to do something. I was like, no, you, that's what happens when you mess with the suits. I mean, the same thing happened to uh, All Gas, No Breaks. He lost the show because it was owned by, like, a company. They bought him the Winnebago and and like camera gear and in return they cut they technically like no way yeah but so what said, does he call this show he said now? he was young and just signed a deal and like I, yeah. I didn't even think about it I was like well, yeah the money's coming what does he call his show now he hasn't been around in months he's oh unemployed. no way is this they're like a he can't work in the contract or something you don't know i don't know i think they took everything froze everything you can listen to uh, if you can bear ethan is an interview on H3H. I no, I, I can't bear it. No, I can't bear Ethan. I refuse to listen to those that guy and that gal. His fucking wife. So all is these things. She, I like. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's his wife because she has no business on that show. <laughs> he has no business on that show. Him and his what do you call him? Kyle, busy eyes. <laughs> Kyle has pajamas? busy eyes. Like what is going well, he's on? He's got Tourette's and everything. Now I feel bad. He does. Oh, he has Tourette's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no, dude. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, we're horrible people, but so is he probably. Um, Listen, yeah, hold like on. Yeah, we waited three quarters of my way into the rant before well, he tells me. The since I've already laughed at someone with Tourette's, a, a thing came up in my YouTube feed the other day. It was three guys with Tourette's You're on a road trip. You're just going all in here. Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> it's three guys with Tourette's on a road trip. Dude, 
they're all English or Scottish. It's I I couldn't help but laugh. Like first of all, they go into a store together. Why they decide to go in together? Obviously for the cameras, but they go in together and they're like, <laughs> the voiceover is like, one tick can often trigger many ticks for others, and the one guy's like. Woo! And the next thing you know, the guy grabs something off the fucking shelf, swings it around, and the other guy goes, guns, robbery, we're robbing the place, it's a holdup. It's the funniest of mental illnesses. Of, uh, it sure. honestly is. Other than the, the one Tom mentioned, too, where the woman thinks she's from China, that's fucking unreal hilarious. Who has, she has the accent? Yeah. Or she speaks Chinese, but no, she, she has, has a British accent? No, no, she's British. But she has like a full on yeah. insultingly Chinese accent. Yeah. yeah. And she thinks she's talking Chinese. Huh? Yeah. yeah. She has some brain thing. All I did, listen, this whole episode was like, Kyle's a little bitch. <laughs> like he just, he just, he just didn't win me over. He was, he was much better on the end of the world podcast. Personally, though, Kamar, I think that, and this is just my opinion, which I'm entitled to, I don't feel like it's easy to win you back. Matt, I hated Kyle Kalinsky too. I hated him. No, I'm just not, that has nothing to do with how you felt. I'm just saying, I don't know that if once you've once you're lost to Kamar, I don't know that you can ever crawl back. Is my is my only point. Gotcha, but I'm just saying, in fairness, yeah, Kyle Kalinsky sucks. That's fine. Like, you, don't make your stance on this one. He sucks. No, no, there's no stance <laughs> to be had. Also, when you say once you go to uh, fast food, you say Taco Bell. Oh, you that's, that's trash. That's you, trash. You like, I thought Joe was going to throw him out of the fucking studio when he said ah, that. No, but Joe doesn't want people feel uncomfortable. He's a Some people, Joe would have really gone at, at that point, I feel. But Kyle has like this. Well, I think it's because he's slender. You know what I mean? Like if you're a Weinstein size guy I th and you, you're like, oh, I just love Taco Bell. I think Joe will start to go in. But I think right. I think if I walked in there with this physique and was like, yeah, he had a lot of shit, he'd be like, eh. Make, make Kamar, make sure we talk about Supply in the next episode, okay? Okay. Yeah. I, I, will, I, I will be interested if I ever see an episode of Kyle and Crystal together. Because one of the things that helps for Kyle and Sagar is they're different. Crystal and Sagar. Crystal and Sagar are different political views. Yeah. So you have, but I, like, is it just going to be agreements between... Kyle and uh, it Crystal? is. I've, I've watched a few minutes of one or two of Listen them. Listen to him. Um, they're not very enjoyable. Like I said, I watched one or two minutes. I couldn't finish the video. I was just like, I don't care. Yeah, I, really I mean, don't care. he's he's basically comic relief, and he's not that funny. And he's just like he's terribly unfunny. He's terribly unfunny. He's terribly vanilla. He's like a saltine cracker. Uh, one thing they mentioned is they were talking. He was trying to talk about animals. Just any like. I heard him referencing episodes, then acting like he didn't know what he's talking about, but he knows he knows what he's talking about. He listens to trying to make a, a reason for a beer, but humans <laughs> sort of have a mating season, right? Like it's right now. What Valentine's Day? <laughs> well, no. Usually Valentine's Day, either they break up or they get together. But around spring, you either curb or find someone new. When you're younger, don't spring oh, love. It, humans are weird. Humans react to the times, to like the baby boomers. Right? It's a, about wars, about this, about that. Like, I don't know if other animals work that way, except for maybe the coiote. Who, but, uh, but Kamar, if you were right, there would be most of the birthdays would be, babies which isn't nine yeah. months after the summer. Yeah. Which isn't the case. I but I'm think. just saying like you, you don't meet a lot of people necessarily in the winter. But that's when you would have the most babies. But I was just going to say, that's oh, what you're forgetting is if you have someone... That's when you fuck a lot because there's not much to do. Wait, You're cooped so you up. You could you warm. meet the person in the spring, but you don't fuck them 
<laughs> you don't get pregnant until November. Like you fucking, you know what I but mean? But that's not mating season. That's courting season. We okay. don't have a mating season it's like so, animals sort of the same do. Thing. No, I, I think in North America we do in proper four seasons. I really think it's spring and summer is our, not mating season to actually get pregnant, but that's where the most interaction happens. People curbing and people. Uh, what about places up. where it's hot all the time? It, it wouldn't apply there. That's why I said it's a place of four solid seasons. <laughs> <laughs> It, right. I'm just drawing from there was nothing in this fucking podcast for fuck's sakes. Take it uh, easy. Wrestling, no, we can't agree with everything you said. Wrestling is the best skill of all the fighting things. In MMA. I refuse to I, talk about it. I think so. If, if, I mean, I think if Khabib, your skill is Khabib. stopping someone from beating you up, you just want to hold them down and suppress them. And if you're an amazing wrestler, someone can't take you down. Is that I think that's more it. Does. You can't be taken thing. down. That's can't the big deal. Yeah. You can take someone down and make them submit. That's when the jiu-jitsu comes in. Jiu-jitsu. Uh, they talked about Fauci again, but it, again, it was a lot of bleed over from the Sagar Crystal episode. And it's interesting listening to these people as they're talking coming out of the pandemic while we're still in the middle of it. We're not in the middle of it. Well, they're out of it and we're in it. Yeah, but we're not in the middle of it. Sorry. Sorry, to be exact. Well, I just, you made it sound like there was eight more months of this. Like, we're literally a week or two away. No, we're not. We're, yeah, We're we a week are. from phase one. No, we're in phase but one. But if we all get vaccinated, then there are no more phases anymore. I, I hope they do that, but my boss thinks he won't be out of people inside till September. From what he's been getting. And you guys are saying it's going to be two weeks? Fantastic. I have a feeling well, that they're not, not going to keep it's bars. Not two weeks. We're definitely not in the middle of it. He just said that. It doesn't matter. We're not in the middle of it, but we're in something. After Canada Day, they will open up bars and restaurants, the insides. To like 20% capacity. 50. Okay. <laughs> saying, but even then, that's... that's but it's a step in the right direction. I'll agree with you there. Meanwhile, we're listening to people who are open. It's just, it's just, it's just, it seems like a weird disconnect. Like yeah. I don't see the world or relate to the people I'm listening to no. as they are. Like they're, they're waving the flag and celebrating right now. And we're still sort of holding on, waiting for the last fucking losers to get vaccinated, whatever. I mean, let's keep two things in mind. Well, we, we live- got fucked over with vaccines. That was our problem. Well, this Otherwise not- we'd be in the exact same position. They are probably even better. We also live because in the most, we have way less people. We live in the most populated province. We also have to keep that in mind. Toronto affected us completely. Yeah, it was yeah. a province-wide thing, and Toronto in, yeah. was that was it. So, but there's 300 cases in Ontario right now. Open up. Yeah, like, I understand. I, I'm just saying that what I'm saying, Kamar, is simply that like California just opened up. That's you know they're bigger than our entire country. So I'm with you. Yes, if California's open, there's no fucking reason. Nothing makes sense. And uh, you're yeah. not getting it outside. So it's just not fun listening to people uh, celebrating the end of it. And um, I got nothing else besides uh, uh, besmirching. Kyle, he remind me of like the American Lex Friedman, but this guy found a girl. This guy found a girl. Who's his girl? I don't know, but in this pocket, he said, I met a girl, and I'm so happy. And I thought I, that and was Crystal. No, Crystal's married. Imagine that. Imagine he's hitting Crystal on the side. That's that's why they have that podcast together. Tres interesto. Crystal rides Kyle. Okay, are we done with him then? Yeah, I don't recommend this podcast. Children, get your dad's credit card. Sign up for the Patreon. No, don't do that. I, I still gave that. it a three. Oh, my God. You, I guess retarded. Me. If there's a kid, six years old, listening to this, yeah. and it... They get their dads. It's hilarious. There is, and it's your nephew. Well, he doesn't have a dad. 
with a credit card to fucking join the Patreon. Well, he could steal his mom's credit card and join the Patreon. Jay, get that credit card. And if that happens, you're not getting your money back, Shannon. Get that credit card. Shannon, I'm sorry. Support the cause. Dick, I'll give you your money back, Shannon. Take it easy. Okay, I still give it a three. I don't care. Let's do it on three times. It didn't bother me at all. Well, that's fine. It's not your rating system. (laughs) I give this a one and done. Yeah, great. I think Kyle's a victim of Trump losing the presidency. It's still, I wasn't sitting there like this fucking guy. I was just sitting there like this doesn't bother me at all. I give this episode a two. It was as vanilla as Kyle is. <laughs> there you to go. To take a page out of Kamar's notebook. <laughs> all right. And on to the last one that Kamar seemed to cream himself for. Well, I thought this was really inspiring, but oh, that's a. At one point, Joe was talking to Annie Letterman about stem cells and this and that. You got to figure Joe's spending $100,000 a year on his body. I bet way more. more. Way more. Way more. 100000 is just a starting point, gentlemen. And how much do you spend on making your body better every year? I Joe has a lot of money, and he wants to live to be able to enjoy it for a long time. Like, we're talking until he's like 140 years old. Yeah. And then by then, he's just going into a robo-Joe that Lex is building. Robo-Joe. Like, Joe. you guys get it, right? Can you make that an NFT? Can you draw that on your <laughs> Robo, iPad, Robo, Robo Joe? Joe? You mean yeah. he's going to get downloaded into a machine? Probably. The one that uh, Lex yeah, is man. building. Oh, I just want to understand. I don't think that's impossible. Wouldn't that be the best if Elon goes to Joe first? And it's like, that would be the last adoption if you do it first, Joe. I'm glad you bought up Lex because that's the first Interesting person. Interesting for Neuralink. That's the first person they talked about on this podcast. David Zeclair, mm-hmm. Harvard professor. Was on Lex Friedman. Was on Lex Friedman, but they said... Did you give us a number, Kamar? Yeah, 1670. And uh, David Sinclair, and Lex goes... No, David goes, Lex needs a girl. Yeah. And we all know that. But I think that would uh, derail everything, and Lex would just change to be boyfriend guy. He just becomes a bro. (laughs) Not even bro, just... uh, Mary says like no, but that tiny little bit of tonight. testosterone release like to women just turns the scales and this like guy, this sweet loving guy becomes like Jersey Shore. He becomes like uh the situation. I have a feeling it would go the other way. Like he'd he'd meet like uh, an Amanda Nunez type, but not a lesbian. Like some huge like some ripped sort of Brazilian equal. Who would just dominate him? Like that's what I bet that's what Lex is looking Cause for. Because Lex is a badass jujitsu man, apparently. Well, you don't get a black belt from being. You don't less get than it first sitting on the fence. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about Lex. You've come around. No, well, he's a very good jujitsu practitioner. Oh, Sinclair say was saying that when you're young, you look for your opposite, and when you're older, you want to find someone who's sort of more similar to you. Do you guys agree with that? I don't know what I do subconsciously. I mean, I would only say no because, like, I mean, again, I guess we got together when I was 29, but, like, Mary and I are nothing alike. Really? Yeah, we're so nothing alike. So you accept the rule? Well, maybe. Like I said, though, we got together when I was 29. Maybe, I, you know, it's I probably older. Yeah. I just think younger is, like, excitement, take anything, chances are there, and then as you get older, like, you sort of want to settle with someone that you have something in common with. I got to be honest. Like, I find it kind of crazy people getting married when they're like young, young, young. Well, it rarely works out, out, out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, you should be, you know, in your 20s, you should be testing the water. See what you really are interested in. You're you're like, a, my opinion is, yeah. you're like a key. Okay. And you're, the person you end up with is a key also. And you're fitting together. 
and you're filling those parts of you that you're deficient in. You know what I mean? So the, not quite the same. The grooves in Some the key. opposites. And that's just, you're getting, that's, you know, that's why I, I don't know if I agree with this whole, you're looking for the same. I think you're looking for somebody, obviously you have to be similar enough that you'd want to spend some time with that person, like of the course, rest yeah. of your life. But I think you're looking for people who are like, could if, fill in the gaps. if you're a dick, you look for somebody who's like overly nice so that you Simon's make a nice right at me. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm super unorganized. I found somebody not even thinking about it, who like yeah. keeps me totally organized, you know? Yang and yang. Yang and yang keys. Yeah, I'm a grumpy prick and Mary's this like overly bubbly. That's right. Always that sounds happy. like balance to me. Like yeah. you're never playing croquet. <laughs> and she might. She'll definitely go play croquet, 100%. Did you guys find it easy talking to girls when you are in high school? No, I don't yeah. think so. I... I, I always, like, getting the ball rolling or whatever. Once you're talking, it's all right, but sort of initiating conversation. I thought when text messages came out, I was like, no way. There's no way a, you could, because you could think about what you want to say. And she, she could talk to you, and you could have a second to think about it. You know what I mean? Because when you're talking live, like. Well, that was way past high school. Way past high school. Yeah, but now in high school, you can text. Like, well, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying I had to talk to girls, learn how to talk to girls. I never had Texting is an option. I think well, it's better the way you did it. Like my son. Dude, well, it's, it'll never be the same. My son dated a girl who went to a different school. Like they met each other over the Interesting. internet. And I'm like, dude, do you know how hard it was to date a girl from another school? Impossible. You had to do so much work. You had to go to a party at another school. You yeah. had to meet that girl. You had to like somehow ingratiate yourself yeah. in there. Did you meet her at the mall? Like, yeah, no, I know. It's so much easier it's now. It's so different. I don't know if it's easier. It's or better different. or worse. I it's think. definitely easier. I think easier. it's. Let me explain. I think it's worse. Let I think it's a hundred. We on. had to work, Simon. Work. I didn't know that there was a whole other city filled with really hot girls called Canada that I could oh just fucking my God. like. You go to Canada. That is an time? untapped resource that I never knew about as a kid. Don't and forget to mention Orleans. Well, I mean, I lived in Orleans. It was and Gatineau. Yeah, yeah, but you know what Just I mean? Like everywhere, everywhere is a place. Yeah, you and, know. But you know, some places have more hot girls than others, and if you don't live there, and you don't know about it, oof. I've been watching a lot of uh, Below Zero, The Next Generation. Okay, that's uh, living out in Alaska. There. Yeah. You know, Joe talked about the first generation. That was, I think, they talked about it in maybe last episode actually with Kyle. Um, Kamar failed to bring it up. But uh, that's what hate does. It blinds you. Definitely. That it was <laughs> Sue Akins. Remember her? Sure. Got attacked by the bear, dragged yeah. her something. Came back, killed that bear and ate it. Um, she was my least favorite character on the show. Uh, <laughs> fucking bear killer. But yeah, these people are out in the middle of fucking nowhere and talking about having to have like a significant other that you actually can work with. Oh, you need to be like a team in those life cases. and death, man. It's crazy. And it got me, there's a couple of people on the show where all of a sudden they're just gone. And then they come back later and tell you, oh yeah, they broke up. They couldn't hack it up there, you know? Oh, I bet that's the true test of yeah. relationship for sure. Oh no, these, you're off the grid. Yeah, I get it. Off no, the, no. Off the grid. No cap. <laughs> no cap. At this point, this is where Joe learns what cap is. I didn't know. I needed this. You've never heard it in conversation? Oh, I've heard it a million times. I just never that's urban dictionary. That's it. a lie. Say no yeah, cap. Yeah, no cap. Yeah. Uh, I understand. As as possible. I, I, I don't get the etymology of it. I, I felt don't get away the... by this whole conversation because I didn't know any of that shit. 
You've definitely heard your son say cap and no cap. No. No. Not to me. I remember when I was 20, ghetto was a thing. That was seemed new to me. My brother, like, oh, that shit's ghetto. My brother said the, uh, our car's ghetto. I was like, who do you say ghetto? Like, <laughs> well, like I heard my daughter use ratchet the other day. Yeah, ratchet ass hoe. But ratchet is very self-explanatory. Yeah, the, the sound of the word denotes what it will. A ratchet describe. is a thing that you use to take furniture apart. A ratchet right? is someone who's frazzled to fucking not. Again, I didn't be. ever look at it in that regard. You know what I mean? Kamar, me, you know the Star Wars meme that's going around right now. Probably not. Okay, perfect. That doesn't help me at all. I Sorry. do. Go on. No, you don't. Because when I showed it to you, you were like, you don't even know what it means. Well, you don't even know what yes, it means. Yes, I don't. Oh you God. showed me a, a meme and you were unable to tell me why it was funny. No, and I you was said, not. said, this is funny because it's a meme. No. No, that's not. That's first not why of all, what I said, funny. I explained it both ways. I was like, this is, why the me- <laughs> this is what the meme means. And then this is why it's funny. And you still were just whew, fucking 68 years old over there. I'll have to post Joe it. Fuck off. Just keep talking about this. I don't care. Uh, David Sinclair predicted that mental health problems will be the biggest uh, health crisis of the 21st century. Are we already there? We are in the 21st century. Yeah, I'm just saying. Isn't, so it whatever, already, isn't it already the biggest problem? Like more than cancer, more than all of that stuff? Well, yeah. It'll be interesting seeing how we uh, pull out of this uh, pandemic. And Because I was talking to my mom at uh, length today. For me... My life hasn't changed that much, you know what I mean? But there's a certain section, say, 14 to 24, where this is a massive important time of growing socially and interacting. Whether they get that back or they grow up lost, it'll be interesting to see. I hope everyone pulls out. It's crazy now that this is like such an event in our lives where we're going to say pre-COVID, Post-COVID. Like, this is going to be forever now, you know? No, 10 years from now it won't be. I was just going to say, they said that about 9-11. And, and we it, still say pre-9-11 and post-9-11. Are you kidding? How often? Really? Is that just in your vernacular all the time, Simon? It's an event that happened. I'll I went on a trip to date. Amsterdam post-9-11. Well, sorry, I say post-Y2K, but that's just because it's actually on the 2000s. I'll give you two or three years. And then the next time you mention COVID is because the new pandemic's coming and now we're referring back to COVID. No, I That's think, my prediction. I think you're wrong. I'm seeing like uh, shows I'm watching are now incorporating COVID into it. So you're going to then go back and rewatch these reruns five, 10 years from now and there's going to be episodes about COVID. Like this is a thing. It's a part of what makes our generation or this generation, this generation. I'm giving it two or three years. Um, no, you are the all-seeing. We'll see. We'll see. So his uh, quick tips were be healthy if you want to live long. Yeah. Start as soon as possible. Yeah. A 10-minute run is all you got to do. Just break a sweat. Bike. Forget to eat. I thought that was the biggest, most powerful thing. Because, like, you know how a wolf or whatever can go for three days without eating? We're the same. You don't, you don't eat the food and then use that energy right away to... To do anything. It, it's a complete fabrication from uh, 
corporations that we have to eat all these meals. My problem is he said a bunch of things. I'm like, oh shit, I do those inadvertently. Great. But then I do so many other things that counter those things that I probably just end up at a wash anyways, you know? Oh, it's better at a wash than- for, for sure. So I'm at a wash and now I figure I'm probably in a great place to just take all these drugs he's recommending. Doesn't this seem like it's a lot of work. It's very interesting if these are affordable drugs. Yeah, well, he's going to make them affordable. I mean, a vitamin regimen alone is not cheap. Just taking, like, enough multivitamins every day is a fucking goddamn arm it, and it, a leg. It, st it starts to add up if you're going to make it a, a, a regimen. insane, yes. I well, especially if you're taking, like, like I'm taking, like, I don't know, six, 7,000 IUDs or IUs or whatever it is of um, vitamin D a day. Like, you go through those jars in no time. And they are not. And humble, that's just vitamin D. Brag. That's great. No one gives a fucking shit. I, I, it's I, the one I, thing I, I I've like done during this pandemic is started taking guy. vitamin D. You take your power and away. You gotta take your power back. Give me something. Matt. Consumption makes your body complacent. Just all these things are woven to what we've been talking about the last couple of months. You know, access or whatever. You need to like have a bit of worry where something's coming from. And is this like, Maddie, back to your whole, we live in the matrix and there are these built-in things. Like, it's so easy for us to succumb to temptation. It's like it's built into that whatever part of our brain, you know, mm -hmm. that primordial part of our brain where it's just so much easier to give in than it is to not. And that's like that built-in kill switch because you can only live for so long the world can't handle that many people you know it's like this constant the program can't handle that many people well that was kind of the thing when this guy was talking i was like this guy's actually more of a problem and he's probably going to help the world I mean, now i mean he keep he kept talking about how there's certain populations that are having trouble with the population growth because you know we know japan for example is an aging population they don't have a lot of growth because they got rid of so many of the female babies. That's China. That's China. I think it was the same in most of those Asian countries, wasn't it? Where the boy. I don't think so. Just was, hear me out, Matt, China. because I may be right here. I think even in places like Japan, the boys were revered. Okay, wait. You can't say it as a statement and then end it with a question mark. So oh, I can. Oh, I can I you? I did both. I can. Can't I? <laughs> Um, are you looking that up, Kumar? No. Oh, well, I'll look that up. <laughs> no, I, I know. It was China had the Wait, one are you child just policy. Doing your like uh, online groceries there or something? Uh, oh, he's looking no. at the notes. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm I was wondering because um, he's he's suggesting that there's a biological age. Yeah. So you could. You're. I'm 45. I could actually be 40 or 55. I'm 38, but I'm 92. That's what you you you, you feel. Yes. And he contends that that number can be changed. Yes, the, the biological. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, the biological age can't be changed. But he's suggesting. I don't know. About you can shorten your telomeres <laughs> or lengthen them. Whatever. He was it was. saying all the right words, wasn't he? For things we've heard <laughs> along the way, for still not understanding. It was like the uh, the Joe Rogan like hot word. You know how they sh they they break down those buzzwords. Yeah. And he's a bit of a cheeky monkey. A lot of sexual yando in this. He said, imagine that. the Because um, Joe wanted to ask him about his uh, barometric chamber. Yeah. So, so what do you think of that? You know, get a conversion. And they talk about the big one in Israel that was built by Germans. <laughs> a chamber built by German. Nothing but jokes from this Harvard doctor. But he comes from Harvard. That wasn't funny. 
I, I know, but he's, Australians are, you know, a lust for life. He has the, the perfect weight loss pill, DMP. That's the one I think raised everyone's eyebrows. I don't know. You take the pill and it um, pokes holes in um, some sort of... the one that was for uh, diabetes? There's two. Okay. There's one that you take too much and you overheat and die. Okay, yeah. That, that one just burns, but this one just stops it from absorbing so much so you can eat more and not gain weight. And I like how Joe was just like, yeah, so it's no problem then, right? You, it's self-explanatory. You just take the thing after you work out. Problem solved. So, like, put it on the market. I don't think it works. Like, like what if somebody misreads the label or, I, you know I, what I, I mean? I, and they blow up. Well, he was jokingly saying, let those people find out. But this is just, like, the, 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 actually, the, the heat up weight loss pill has been around for a while. It sounds like just some sort of speed thing to me. It sounds like something Trump would recommend. But it's weird because was he, on. he was saying that cold is better for weight loss, yet this pill does the opposite. Yeah. And too much of this pill is a bad thing. No, but even then, but I remember he was saying, he was like, you could lose a half pound a day just by keeping your house chilly. The shiver. Yeah. But but this is more like, um, I think for people who do, that's too much work. They just want to take Sh- the pill. Shivering is too much work? <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to nod as well. I don't think well. any of us understood this part, obviously, because that doesn't sound like what he was saying. I could agree with that. What what's going what's going on here, Matt? What's going on here? Simon? I don't know. You're giving me these weird looks. Am I? I'm engaged. <laughs> I'm listening. Because <laughs> I'm just not used to seeing your faces. Yeah, you're, you had a fucking pixelated thing up for six months. Uh, you know what it is. You know what it is, Matt. Go in, on. Simon. In my head, when I was behind my bubble, yeah, and I would say something poignant, yeah. This is how I saw it. <laughs> your eyes got wide. Okay, like you just learned something. Yeah, that never happens. Oh, it's happening though when you're behind the bubble. I, think I you're see more a poignant. lot of squinting. A lot of squinting like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like you do when you don't really believe something. Yeah, probably a lot of squinting, yeah. Two boats leave the same port with just a 2% difference. Eventually, it'll be a big difference. <laughs> that is correct. If the world is flat. If it's round, they're going to come back together, right? At some point, yes, they will come back together. But at some point, Kamar, they will be very far apart. On the round model. On the round model. Heading to... To connect again. But on a flat. They are going off the edges of infinity. <laughs> What's your point? What? Oh, you just food for thought. No, why? No, what, my what brain kind of feels worse that? after that. You just described a flat surface and, an and infinite, a circle. And two infinite lines. And circles that and, come back to and each then a other. Circle with it was two just lines uh, that, this was a metaphor for just make a small change can make a big difference down in your life. Yeah, but what was your metaphor for? That maybe the world world is flat. <laughs> okay, there we go. That because that's not what they were alluding to. Only on a round planet do the boats <laughs> reconvene. Yeah. Therefore, the analogy doesn't really make sense. Only on a flat planet. What does it make sense. analogy? That 2% makes a big difference down the road. Okay, well, let me make no difference. But wait, if you're trying to get from one port to the next, it makes a difference. No, it was just, it wasn't about where they're getting. Eventually, you're going to get where you're going, even if you have to go around the whole circumference of the earth. If I'm going 2% faster, I'm still getting to port before you. No, it wasn't faster. You're going to 2% angle. 
And it wasn't oh about who gets what the two straight lines. What he's saying is if you yeah, okay, start, so it's li- but I'll give you a better example, Kamar. You know that big, tall building in uh, Dubai? I yeah. do. So if they're one millimeter off at the base, by the time they get to the top, the building is unusable. That's on a round earth. Exactly. Case closed. Um, yeah, case closed. So I thought it was interesting as... What I understood is David Sinclair was saying all these things, running, fasting, um, set off your hormones or whatever to react to a better way to reverse aging. So he's saying with the overheat pill, it was a pill that you take and sets off all these things. It makes it feel like you're sweating. It makes you feel like you're not eating. So you don't have to go in the sauna to get the heat shot proteins. You take a pill and it just happens for you. But I think listening to Joe doing these things make you feel like you're earning your health almost because i I think joe doesn't like the easy way out no joe hates that he doesn't but if you're getting if the end result is the same well at the end of the day that's how it's going to end up more people will take the thing hey i'll take a shortcut what does it matter but we all know why joe's in the sauna because he wants to live longer because of laird hamilton i think he likes those studies from sweden but i think he sat down laird he was already sawning. Mm-hmm. Laird told him he goes in there, doubles down, is like, well, you're the king shit, so I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. I mean, kind of like me. You are, you, you are. Uh, I sawna because of Joe. Joe sawna is because of Laird Hamilton. Laird Hamilton sawna is because of aliens. Do you get delirious in the last 10 minutes of your sauna? Sometimes I really have, sometimes I, like, Joe's crazy. He says he never gives up. Sometimes I have to give up. If I don't give up, pussy, I will pass out in there. Pussy. How do you it's feel so when you give you up? You fucking pussy. You know what? All you're, I hear is David Goggins' voice right now invi- calling you a bitch. You are invited what a pussy. to my house. To every take night a I'm going to be over. Every night. No, now. just one time. No, no, every night. This I'm week. going to make it as hot as I possibly can. Why? Then, but you don't do them as hot as you possibly oh, can. You, I do, and I wear oven mitts and a toque. You're such a fucking liar. What a bitch. No, but it does get well over a hundred degrees. Oh, bruv, well over a hundred <laughs> degrees, bruv. Okay, so I don't sound British. <laughs> but you never go. Don't sound like. You never go one more minute, pussy. Yeah, sometimes I'll like stay in an extra ten minutes or twenty minutes because I'm you're just lying like, now. Now you're lying. Okay, shut your mouth, man. You don't know when I'm lying. You see the squint? Yeah, I do see the squint. Yeah, I know you're lying. The point is, Kamar, I stay in for a half an hour. Sometimes I break and I get out at 20 minutes. Sometimes I stay in 35, 40 minutes, depending on how I'm feeling. You have nothing to prove to me. I was just asking you to ever get Squinty delirious. McGee, you got something to say about that? No, this guy's guys lying. Ask my wife. The, I think that the overall thing grade school? is uh, complacency, complacency uh, satiation, all kick into your body to shut her down. What was the second word you used there? Complacency. Satiation. Being satiated, like being full, whatever. All these things are all signals for the body to pack her up. Our work here is done. So you want to suffer. You want to push yourself any way you can. Have you guys ever been dry needled before? Dry needled? What did he say? Dry needled. Like (laughs) acupuncture? Joe asked Dave, have you ever been dry needled before? Dave was like, "Uh, is that like... In the ass of that lube. Yeah. There's a lot of sexual injuries. Have you ever had that before? <laughs> are, you I, a, are you asking about acupuncture? I don't think your vaccine is a dry needle. Are you asking about acupuncture? 
he wasn't saying his acupuncture. He was just saying sometimes putting. Mark doesn't muscle. even know what he's asking. He's hey, hoping that well, you know. <laughs> I've gotten acupuncture, yeah. which is many needles into muscles. Are aware. I had to get them. I went to this, so I have a nerve thing, a nerve problem, and it was really bad at one point. And I had to go. I was trying to find any solution, and uh, my aunt sent me to this place in Toronto, and it was like this weird. Um, Asian run establishment and I got acupuncture and I didn't know what was going on. I closed my eyes cause I didn't want to see anything happen. And then at one point I went to brush my face and I had so many needles in my head that I couldn't get to my, then I like started freaking out and yes, Kamar, they were all over my arms. It was terrible. I hated it. And oh, then they, they gave me fire cupping, were they which in, is the worst thing ever. Th that's different. But were they in the muscle or were they just stuck in your skin? No. that's what the acupuncture is. These, it really hurt, probably because of a nerve thing. But I don't know where they had them. Muscle, skin. They were in my face. I've never been dry needled. Matt, have you been dry needled? I mean, I don't know what it is, so I'm going to have to say no. I feel like he asked the question, but he didn't want to really hear the answer. It's fine. This this next point was brought me up as Joe talked about all his injuries because the way I kick, I torque so much from the left that the right has it. <laughs> that's what we think. Everyone probably has a slight imbalance from jerking off. Or all guys. I don't, I don't know. I think girls are way more ambidextrous. I'd be interested to talk to a woman who... No, I off bet they flick hand. the bean with the same hand every time, guaranteed. I bet it's easier. Actually, no, I bet they use both, though. Both hands. You can, both you hands. I was, but I bet they have a designated hand for one and a designated for the other. Sorry, Simon, go that's ahead. That's okay. I was driving somewhere with my wife, and I was listening to this in the car, and she said, he talks about himself so much. Nobody cares about your workout regime. Who, me? No, to Joe. Oh. And I was well, just his like, guests yes. do. No, I don't think any... Nobody does. But they like... I bet nobody does. We're on the show. You're asking. It's so self-serving at this point. Like we get it. Like, everybody gets it. Everybody gets. So it. I had a, I had a bit of a thought experiment in the middle of this, and I'm thinking, if all these things are true, because he's talking about eating like um, simple foods, whatever, shouldn't cavemen have lived for hundreds of years? Well, maybe they would have if the dinosaurs didn't wipe them out. Is that how that happened? I don't know. We don't, we don't know how old skeletons are. We just know how old they are. That's right. We, I mean, maybe no, if you we cut know, a bone in half, it's got rings. You know you the lifespan of some of these things, but maybe they did live a long time. Maybe they did. They're not. I don't think so, though. I think you're right. I think they, most of them died off when they were like 25 years old. It just seemed like they were living to a T what you need to do without drugs or chemicals. Not eat for long periods of day. Be stressed, constantly exercising. Yeah, but you had to deal with... You see how I'm lifting my hand to get into the conversation? Um, I hate you. <laughs> you. Yes, all those things are true, Kamar, but you also had to contend with saber-toothed tigers and velociraptors or whatever the fuck. So most things didn't live past, like like I said, 25. I wasn't being facetious because the world was so dangerous. So possibly with... Uh, Dodging velociraptors. The predators came and would live many years. Maybe they lived... 200 years and that's why people follow that fucking paleo diet because they think that that's the closest you can get to living like they did did you ever uh see quest for fire i've seen it the guy riding on the wheel with the which doesn't make sense mm -hmm. but now it's reality that wheel i showed you is that interesting the wheel what are you talking about you know there's the uno motorcycle now okay that's the, that's 
Quest of Fire 2021, right? Do you remember the cartoon of the guy just on a wheel? He I don't just, remember any of this. Quest for Fire, around. wasn't that the one with the fucking caveman at the beginning? No, this was a cartoon and a video game on ColecoVision. Quest for Fire? No, that sounds too old for me. Quest for Quest Fire PC. is a movie, I'm pretty <laughs> as sure. As well, as well. It was many things. Anyways. It was, it was many things. I'm dating myself here. Twizzlers or Nibs? David Zeclair mentioned that his Twizzlers spice was. I got to go with Twizzlers too, but at the movies, I prefer nibs for some reason. I'm not a big fan of licorice either way. So, but hey, you put yourself out there. You like a hollow. You use as a straw sometimes. I like the nib. It's a much more robust. Licorice. Too bad we couldn't get an agreement on that one. Eh? I would take Mike and Ike's over both of them. I the like, other one that was mentioned. I like Mike and Ike's as well. Yeah. Jolly Joe's, Mike and Ike's. Uh, what about hot tamales? No, no Mike and Ike's. Don't like and those would be way too spicy for Kyle Klinsky. I like the Jolly Joe's, though. I'll take all great Mike and Ike's. I don't mind that. I thought it was funny when uh, Joe asked him how he sleeps, and he's like, well, usually I'll have a cup of tea, uh, turn off all of her screens for an hour before I go to bed, and uh, read a book, and then uh, take an Ambien. <laughs> it was like, just cut all those things and take the nibble Ambien. What are we doing here? Do you guys have a problem falling asleep? Yeah. I don't have trouble. It's weird, though. Once I'm asleep... You, you're out. Oh, I can sleep for fucking 36 hours. But you go from screen to sleep. No, 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 no. Often, you, there's an hour before you're looking at a screen to go to sleep? Oh, no. Now I know what you mean. Yeah, I go from screen to sleep. I was going to say, what are you doing <laughs> yeah, in between no, there? Like, no, I didn't, understand. Books, I didn't understand the question. <laughs> are you yeah. reading books? No. no. <laughs> I mean, a screen's on, and then no, you I, yeah, say, I've yeah, had yeah, enough, yeah, yeah. and then you go to sleep. Yeah. You don't take yeah. that hour. I meant you like I fall asleep in front of the screen. I was like, no, I usually like get up and go to bed. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah right, right. From the screen. <laughs> There's yeah. a momentary pause. Yeah, like, yeah, well, that's what I thought he meant. Falling asleep in front of the screen is gross, especially with the volumes on. I find it easier. That's the easiest uh, way for I me to fall asleep. I just find I wake up in the middle like, uh, he shoots his scores. It'll be TSN highlights or something. It Maybe sucks for your there. Netflix queue, though, because it really fucks your shit up. If you sleep through part of the show, that you got to figure out where you... Precisely, yeah. You're like, where did I fall asleep? Which episode was it? I don't know what they're called. Where the fuck am I? You wake up on the regular at 5 o'clock? Uh, lately, I've been waking up a little bit later. 7? Yeah, it's been closer to like 7. I find the more stressed I am in life, the less I sleep. So then I start waking up earlier. I wake up at 5.30 every day. Oh, my God. And that assists me. By 10.30, I'm just tired. Like It doesn't matter... But I used to be Letterman, Conan, whatever informational after. You, you know, like I used to just could sit for late, hours and hours and hours on the screen. But now only because I get up early and work that I fall asleep. I'm sure I'd have a problem if I did nothing. This guy's whole thing was motivated by his grandmother when he was like six years old. And it's pretty remarkable how far he's come. Would you say that? It was when he was four years old. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. but I mean, it's even harder to believe. <laughs> but that's four a poor detail. Old. Six and four, very four hundred years. My bad. Four years old. Four years old. You do you know your grandparents? Yeah. So they're just like, they don't make people like this anymore. So that, is that your view of them? Would you say? Um, I mean, my grand. Well, I I only have grandmothers alive. Both my grandfathers are dead. Uh, my grandfather on my mom's side is like a. I don't know, pretty hip old lady. Like before my grandfather got Alzheimer's, they would go to like five different countries a year. They traveled a lot. They What do you call her? Mare. 
My mom insisted that uh, she be called Flash. Your mom insisted that you're... That the kids... Call her Flash. Flash. That was what she wanted her name to be. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want like Nana or... Well, it started as Grinny and Grumpy. Okay. My dad, obviously Grumpy. And she didn't like that. She was like, no, we're changing this. Call me Flash. I feel like you don't decide what your nickname is. Well, that's how a real nickname comes about. Yeah, you don't. You don't decide no. it. You don't anoint yourself. Unless you're Flash. a UFC fighter, and even then, very couth in the my opinion. The cute kid starts calling you Flash, and then everyone goes, oh, it's stuck. Yeah. So that's pretty contrived over there, Simon. Well, you can let my mom know the next time I'm, you see I'm, her. I'm going to tell your mom I'm to sure check herself. Really that's, like yeah. that. that's, that's egregious. Oh, I'm yeah. sure that will go over really well if you tell my mom to check herself. What is your nickname you want to have? My nickname? You haven't started thinking about it yet? Oh, when I'm a grandfather. I'm just, if you're following suit, I don't know. I want to be called Sammy Mansoni. That goes without saying. Done I'm deal. so glad I didn't blurt out the first thing that came to mind because then Simon was like, when you become a grandfather? And I was like, oh, that's not what I want to be called. Um, what I want to be called is a grandfather. Well, I'm never going to be a grandfather. I don't care. I was like 50. Uh, no, I was like eight when my grandfather died mm-hmm. and just didn't. He seems like he was cool. And I was like 14, and my my grandmother died in a really sad way. Like, I never, I can't imagine them as people. Oh, that sucks. They're just my mom's parents that we'd go see a couple times. But I hear a lot of people have reverence. And on my stepfather's side, we had a, a grandmother figure who was like literally in a building that had a bomb dropped off it in England by the Germans. And now, you, you, you know what I mean? Just that... You look at them as old and frail, but they've actually been way through more than you ever can imagine. My grandmother on my dad's side lived through the Holocaust. She had a whole family on the other side before the war, like kids, a whole set of kids that all got killed and then met her husband in Germany or Poland and they came over here together and had kids. Did you have to crazy. learn yeah. to crazy. have Crazy. A whole new life. A whole new family. Like, Did you have to learn to have reverence for her? Or did you right away know this person's super special? We always had to treat her with a certain amount of respect. Like my dad demanded it. But, but, but you, like this guy's saying at four years old, I identify no, my I, grandma. I, I, There's not an accusation. I'm such an idiot. Like I don't even think I even became like a real human being until... Well into my 20s. And then after the fact. 30s maybe. I was going to say it was like 30 for me, I think. Like I was so useless as a kid. And when I hear people talk about like, I I don't remember shit. Like I remember things, but I don't remember like somebody like changing my life. Like, I, I know just, when people are like, who was your I'm hero limited, growing up? Like, I'm like, uh, what are you fucking nuts? A hero. Ugh. I feel that's your grandparents. I mean, I guess I kind of wanted to, but you, I just knew. You speak I, very highly of your grandfather. Yeah, but I knew from a young age, I was like, I'm not going to be this dude. He's just leaps and bounds better than yeah, I am. Exactly. But again, it wasn't like something I looked up. I, I couldn't even try to be him. I never did because I just was, it was like, I'm, I'm going to come up but so from short. from a young age, you recognize that this guy was just something special. He was an old, creepy old man. No, 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 no. Well, no, but who thinks their grandparents are creepy dep- old people? Theo Vaughn thought his dad was a creepy old okay, man. Okay, I was you know I, I mean? was really close to my grandparents then. Yeah. Like there was no your Dude, my I, grandmother on my dad's side used to take me to the fucking arcade on Bank Street that's now what is it, a microplay now? But remember years like Imperial Arcade? Was that the one? No, Imperial's further down. Sex was, shop. Uh, that was a games room. Games room, yeah. 
That was at the games room, yeah. Like yeah. Bank and Lisger or whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah. That place my, was heaven to me. I think me it's too. a weed store now. Dude, actually. my grandmother would take me in there and drop like 50 bucks. Like no problem. Just at all the time. Like So all my grandparents, other than my grandfather on my dad's side, wasn't too close to him. But yeah, I was close to all my grandparents. So in summary, uh, David Sinclair is working on some crazy stuff that could be revolutionary. We just might miss the cusp, but I don't think so. I think we will. No, Just the way the FDA works, Kamar. But just the way this guy said, like we said, this biological age and then your other age, even if you're 70, you could dial it back to 60. And that's giving us, well, me, 25 years or whatever. Like, Well, it's giving them 10 more years to figure out a better way to keep you alive. Exactamundo. Yeah. What I really got from this guy to is... To X Factor, Kamar, sorry. No, it's fine. What I got from this guy was that we're, we're destined for some sort of simulation because we're only turning mushier as we go on. Like, that's what he was saying. He was like, through all the technology we've created, we've just made things easier and easier, and now we're stuck on this treadmill, the cycle of trying to fix the woes of before with more technology, and we're just going to end up in a spot where we're, we're just not built for this earth anymore. And we might have to do it to ensure that the rest of the animals and things that live on this earth because if we could just put ourselves in a box right now we should do that if we should put ourselves in a box like down if we could put if we could put all of humanity into a box that guaranteed in some way shape or form that we would continue on but that the earth wouldn't be at all affected by us we should do that immediately yeah, but then the Earth just turns around as an ice age, anyways. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah, that whole was, concept was is getting rid very of us, no matter what. Human to us, you know, or the meteor strikes, or the super, or volcano. we're already in it, and we don't know that it's just as human as we've already been living. No, I just mean to put ourselves in the box. It's sad to see us destroy the planet, but I know the planet doesn't care. It's like I am here to be destroyed. I will destroy myself if you don't. I disagree with that totally. That's what's going to happen. What do you mean that's what's going to happen? The, the the core of the planet will chill maybe two billion years. Okay. And this will just become nothing. Regardless of what we do. If we go in the box yeah, now. Yeah, I get it. But that's like being like the sun will burn out. It doesn't mean that if we had. The sun will burn out. It doesn't mean that if we right now we're burning the sun out, we shouldn't <laughs> stop doing no, that'd it. That'd be defeatist. We should try to keep the planet nice, but it just doesn't care. It just doesn't care. The universe I doesn't I believe. I believe viruses are the earth trying to eradicate it of us. But Except, I could be wrong. That would make sense. The things are passed on in big groups of people. There would be less spread of disease if there were less people living further away from each other. That just goes to I, your point. I just don't think the plan's like, oh, there's no more fish on me. Like, uh, like the ecosystem. Well, no, I get it. I agree. Ecosystem. <laughs> you're getting, very much care. It's not actually Mother Nature crying, yeah. is what you're saying. Yes, and I'm obviously aware like, of that. We don't like someone crying. It isn't a giant turtle, and it's not getting sad when you treat it badly. No. It's no. going to do what it does no matter what we do. You think that. But I you're think... You're making giant assumptions well, no, that it they, doesn't work on love or something. Joe was like, do you think that people living longer will be detrimental to planet. He's like, no, I think we're going to figure it out. He, he did not say X factor, but he basically saying, if you can imagine something, it can be done. And I think it will be done. Like Uber optimist, David Sigler. And I feel like he's in a position to be an optimist. And I'm sure like every genius out there was just like, Oh fuck. If I only had 10 more years, I could like get us to X factor, you know? Well, maybe they're holding they're on now. I'll get in 10 more years and 10 more years. And every 10 years, you get 20 years and then 50 years. And then, and then we're living into infinity. 
Oh, that sounds terrible. All right, are we done? Was that it? That's the, that's the weirdest thing with aging. Is if you could stay what you are now, then you would want to live another 70 years. But if yeah, you but, but to be cap 70, it. you wouldn't want to live at... No, but even then, I still put a cap. Like, if you could stop my aging right now, yeah. there's a limit to how long I'm going to want to go. Plus, what do you enjoy if there's not an... Like, I think that's what life is. It's the thought that, like, this isn't just going to carry on indefinitely, and that's what gives some things meaning. If you know you have infinite time then why aren't you just going to spend 10 years watching Netflix? Because again, well, I'll get it next 10 years or I'll get well, it the 10 I, years I after. Like right it, now, I just don't think there's any urgency if you know you have infinite time. Because we've always thought that aging and health is just something that goes. And that's why the system, the program is set up that way is to make sure that you keep striving. And you wouldn't strive to your point if you knew you were going to live forever. I, again, though, I don't think this guy's talking about forever. I think this guy's saying like... Extending. Yes. Listen, there's there's no life form that we know of that just... Like Kamar said, the earth will eventually fucking... <laughs> so there's... It's ridiculous to think that we're just going to live till whatever the fuck. Well, I guess there's turtles well, what do you that mean? live to be We just talked about robo joe and your consciousness being put into something else like i that's... still believe though that even within that your consciousness dies at some point or you end it on your own recognizance not thinking about it you know what i mean your self-conscious i is can like... see you having to terminate your consciousness but why does it end on its own necessarily maybe it's you know he contends that aging is a disease yes and diseases can be cured well the, it totally makes sense it's Look, if you have some other disease, um, lymphoma or whatever, and it's killing you at a rapid pace of whatever, two years or 10 years every year until you die, and then you have just old age that's going one year every year until you die, it's just a slower disease. Yeah, but you, I like again. You're just saying slow it. I doubt you're going to stop the disease. Like I just don't. Everything. What do you mean? Listen, the sun itself is killing us. I believe. Like the, too much exposure to the sun will kill you. The sun. Like leave a fucking newspaper out in the sun for too long. There's something. Where everything has to end. That's just how I look at it. There is no infinite for us for anything. Nothing. I mean, maybe we just live in the wrong part of the world because, you know, there are some places where they don't have sun all the time. And no, maybe the sun I'll... still shines. Like, even if there's cloud cover, you're getting UV. No, you're no, get... no. But in, like, Alaska, they have times of the season where there's no sun or one hour of sun a day or something, you know? What about there are ways people... that the planet adjusts that on its own? It's the other way around, first of all, I'm pretty sure. What do you mean? It's 24 hours of sunlight. 24 hours of sunlight? 24 hours of darkness. Okay. Let me look It's something that. like that. But what if people are just generationally have always just given up because of health and you know what I mean? Like, uh, but if you could stay healthy, you'd be way more motivated, motivated and more active. It could be, I think it's for the best. I mean, listen, we're Not already, living forever, but living for longer. Yeah. But we've already seen that in the numbers that as we've gone on, people have incrementally lived longer. Uh, but they're old. Yeah. You were saying you're living longer and you're more vibrant. I get it, but still, I think I think it could be a game changer. 
Yeah, well, I just don't, again, I don't think you should hold your breath because it's never going to happen in our lifetime. I'm not holding my breath, but it's more like it's nice to hear all the cancer culture, this is that, the other, everything's bad. Someone who's really optimistic and sounds highly accredited. He did, this does sound like a tinfoil hatter. No, but he also sounds like a guy who's not interested in the rules either because he's testing all this shit on himself like uh, the Hobgoblin in Spider-Man. Uh, he, well, just saying. Just give uh, Bill Gates the Nobel Prize before you give it to him. Give they're it to both good. of them, Kamar. Just give it to everybody. Um, I'll take one. Yeah, there are places that have 24 hours. Here, listen to this. Uh, what oh, life darkness is or like sunlight? You didn't in say anything. The Alaskan town won't see the sun again until January 23rd. Alaska, the northernmost town in the U.S., experiences darkness from November to January every year. The phenomenon is called polar night. The Why sun won't rise in Ukdravik until, again until January 23rd. Ooh. That's rough. Why would you ever want to do that to yourself? You are not getting enough vitamin D in that case. So go to the opposite, though. But about the light, I think in the same spot, it fucking there's like 24 hours of sunlight for three months, too. Okay, well, I wasn't contending that there wasn't. Well, so I want to know now. Now I'm, I'm fucking... Are we done then, Kamara? That's it? Davis is a glare. Life will go on. All right, rate it. We'll start with you, Kamara. I give 4.5. I, I would have got a 5 except for all the crying at the end. No, I give it a four. I give it a three and a three seven five. All right, well, that was it. That's a week. That's a wrap. If you're still listening, thank you so much. We appreciate the shit out of you. Uh, we obviously have uh, some social media stuff. We have an Instagram and a Twitter. They're both at J R E E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Bavar. Um, there is also a subreddit. It's r slash J R E E podcast. If you want to join the subreddit, join the conversation. Post some stuff. Tell us what you think. This, that, or whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Um, the YouTube. If you want to watch the show, youtube.com slash podcast. Hit subscribe. Kamar would ask you to like and comment as well. I just really want you to subscribe so we can get to 1,000. That's our goal for now. It's baby steps. And then, of course, uh, the Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash podcast. And uh, for that money, you will get uh, the post show every week. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit. You'll also get a backlog of old episodes of This One Age Well, the show where we went back, listened to old episodes of Joe, and did what we do here. Did I miss anything? Especially you little kids. Get that credit card. Join that Patreon. They get two months of sunlight all the time in Alaska. Which is not a good thing. What does all, that mean? All day daylight. Two months of all day daylight as well. That's a weird... Isn't that a weird... Toss up, shitty way to live for a round planet. Terrible way to live. Very weird. But that's what they do in uh, Below Zero Next Generation. Watch it on Stack TV. They're not sponsoring us. Well, I'm shooting them a plug. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to check out onit.com/jree or jree podcast. I can't remember for your free sample of something, whatever is up right now. Um, Oh, but in closing, did you notice that he pretty much plugged BetterHelp for us? Yep. Yeah, that was interesting. Very kind. Yeah. Might as well also check out BetterHelp. Use our code. Get yourself 10% off. It's betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. That's it. Did I miss anything? No, no. Stay tuned for the post, Joe. All right, post, Joe, coming up. It's still hot in here. We love you. Have a great week, weekend, and as usual. Keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm.